<laughs> Wait a second. Oh, gotcha. Hey, guys, good morning. The show before the show. That's what we got going on. Putting everything together right now. Wait a second. All right. Hope everybody's doing all right today, Thursday, June 29th. My grandbaby is 10 months old today. Oh, my gosh. Time flies. You're counting months. Yes, That's counting what grandparents months. grandparents do. Yes. I'm an obnoxious <clears throat> grandma. I'll admit it. I will admit it. Paul, you're right. Every day is a gift. Let's see here. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, hi, Karen. Hi, Angie. Hey, Michelle and Paul. Good morning to you guys. Sherry, Trisha, of course. Jerry, I think we're getting Facebook users. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday, Ben, of course. Part of the duo that owns Wenties. That That's again today from 2 to 5, by the way, at Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley for people. Um. Who want to go over there and check that out as filming will be going on as America's Best Restaurants in town shooting video um, at Wendy's. Um, they're also giving away two $25 gift cards to there today. So from 2 to 5 o'clock, they'll be there. Um, by the way, that uh, America's Best Restaurants coming in, it's a, it's a two-day deal. So they're coming in shooting uh they might be shooting another restaurant or two in town <clears throat> hi kathy good morning to you Okay. I feel sorry for people who don't have air conditioning. It's going to be a hot one. Yeah. It's hard to figure out. Well, it's hot in the Missouri area. It's hot around the country. Yeah, it's hot almost everywhere um, in America. That's for certain. Fourth of July weekend coming up. Fun. Uh, by the way, we're going to figure out something. Um, we won't be here Tuesday and maybe Monday. We might. I don't even know when we'd have time to tape anything. I, I I mean, I saw the text and I tried it. When would we tape it? I'm down for whatever. Just give me a little bit of notice. <clears throat> I think maybe stay in after the show a little bit tomorrow. Yeah. It gives everybody warning. We can put a few things together for Monday at least. Yeah, if everybody can do it, yeah. And Projo, you can sing the national anthem on Tuesday. Hi, Just Kimberly. Okay, would that be good? Sure. Joanne, okay. good to see you. Bendy, hi there. Joe, good morning. Uh... Everybody loves my singing voice.
And friends, even before the real part of the show starts, please like the show. That helps our algorithms. Also, of course, send one maybe to a friend in as a private message or as a text. Someone that maybe has never heard it and either doesn't get all the cancel culture yet or does and you think they would think it's fun. Either way, send it to someone. Yeah, we appreciate everybody jumping in this morning. Yes, John, you're right. If you have an elderly neighbor or something, today's the day you probably want to check in on them. Trisha says, cleaning an auto repair shop kitchen is a dirty job, but someone has to do it. They've got so much going on. Oh, my god! Trisha gosh. and her husband with their new house and the hotel and and obviously now I didn't know about a hotel. Cleaning. Yeah, they're living in a hotel right now. Oh, they're living. I thought you meant yes. they were buying a hotel. They're living in a hotel. I can relate to that. I lived in a hotel. I did, too, a bunch mm-hmm. of times. Yeah. Sold our house real quick and long story, but had to live in a hotel. You kind of feel homeless a little bit because you don't have an address. It's just kind of weird. Fun, but weird. Let's see what we got here. All right. Um, it feels like a Friday to me today. You're already wishing I don't your know life if, away, Vic. I don't know if we're going to get into it much today or not, but... Um, because we talked about it so much. We've had a break for a while, but Bud Light has now quadruple, quadrupled down. Um, their CEO came out the other day and said that they're still going to support LGBTQ transgender movement and activism. <laughs> I was like, okay, be who you be. Right. That's fine. Um, just understand that. There's consequences. Can, yeah. Yeah, there is. There is. Jerry, there's been 10 people who've died in rip currents in the Florida panhandle in the last two weeks. No. If anybody's traveling, yeah, be careful. Wow. Ryan Mallett, a former NFL quarterback, died um, two days ago. Um, Big, strong dude, but it had nothing to do with the rip current. At first, they thought it had something to do with the rip current, but it didn't. But 10 others uh, down in the Florida panhandle and Alabama area, when they get into that area, it's... The rip currents, so, so bad. Ten people. Um, some Something to uh, not take for granted, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, I knew a guy that he went into a riptide thinking he could be just fine. And then the next day, he jumped into a pool of sharks. People are crazy. I mean, there's just some things that nature is going to win, and you're not. So just be careful. And Bindi's saying my, her son got caught in a rip, a rip current mm-hmm. 11 years ago, and it was terrifying. I think you said that was in Gulf Shores, didn't you, Bindi? Yeah. I also, yeah, it's like um, one other thing. I was, <laughs> Clay Travis from, he's terrific. Um, 
he is does a lot of um, media stuff. He had I can't think of his Outkick or Outkick the coverage or I'm trying to remember the name of his site. Anyway, if you tweet anything, I mean, there are so many nasty people. I've stayed. There really are. I've tried to stay away from Twitter. It has not changed with Elon. Yeah. yeah literally. Um, people will come after you. Clay Travis tweeted yesterday, 25% of 40-year-olds have never married. That that in itself blew me away. Wow. How many? 25% of, 25%. Them, of wow. American 40-year-olds have never married. Wow. That's a big In 1980, margin. it was just 6%. Hmm. So, and then he goes into, you know, there's lots of focus now on climate change and things of that. But he says he feels the biggest danger humanity faces is we aren't having enough kids. Human population is on track to collapse in decades. And it is. We don't have an overpopulation. We don't. No, we don't. We do not. And then he showed a graph. And I tweeted, I said, well said, Clay. And then yeah. some jackass, and of course, one of those keyboard warrior type of people, responded to my, to my tweet. Oh, yeah, here he says, in other words, Vic, you're saying there's not enough white babies being born. Just, oh, come, out, oh. just come out and say it. Those are the racist people. They, they are racist. And by the sure. way, if you're... It, it's not called reverse racism. There's one racism. It's Correct. all racism. Correct. It, yeah, it's all babies, though, too. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, not, it's all babies. Know, yeah. This well, just it, goes to show. I mean, there's just there's yes. just idiots. There's just idiots out there. Mean. I told. It's this mob mentality. Yes. Look at. They're just looking. They're trolling because their lives suck so bad. Yes. And they've been hurt so bad by people. Mm-hmm. That they mm-hmm. just want to attack anybody. Be kind. Be nice. Right. Or don't they try just, to go after people. Or they don't just try to incite. Don't try to do assume. those things. What's they, that, buddy? They just assume that, you know, that's how you feel. And that's literally them projecting their own feelings. Yeah. I'm just... Right. It's like... Well, you know, Vic, and the reason why I think there's 25% that are not having children is there is a lot of... No, not married Oh, not married. Okay, well, maybe they are having children then. You're right. Okay, married. <laughs> married. We're having kids. Well, we're just not getting married. Right. Okay. But, right. but mo- yeah. Okay. Anyway, I forgot about that. That was a note. I was like, it just goes to show, yeah, this guy, uh, Brian E. Weaver on Twitter, and apparently we follow each other. So hmm. I just responded in a kind manner. I said, nope, we clearly need all kinds of babies, exclamation point, exclamation point. I said, have an awesome day with a smiley face. Yeah. It's literally anytime you respond to anything, somebody can. They do. And, and then they're <sighs> shocked. And it kind of shuts them up if you just respond, have a good day or have a, have a nice life or whatever. Otherwise, they're going to keep going on and on and on. Yes. You can just see them in their basement screaming and pulling How somebody out. gets that. <laughs> Those are the people who try to promote racism. Correct. Correct. hate. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, let's go ahead and do the show. It's a Thursday. Jill, let's pop it. Let's get it going. Hey guys, welcome into Cancel This. It's Thursday, cancelthishow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks alongside. Projo running the boards. Tabitha said she would be in in just a couple of minutes. She was, I'm stuck behind a big truck. And of course, the next thing is, I hate those drivers on the highway. 
I drivers her are bad. That she's become a grandma and becomes a grandma more and more by the minute. Anyway, she rocks and rolls in. Good morning, Tabitha. We appreciate you being here. <laughs> Tabitha, I am the not grandma. a grandma. <laughs> no, she's not a grandma yet. The only grandma is me. Uh, True, can't. and I'm not a grandma other than a different that kind of grandma too. Right there, you go. <laughs> Tabitha's in. Uh, Vic Faust, glad you guys are here today. Uh, coming up in about uh, 25 minutes or so, uh, Steve King, Metro Shooting Supply owner, uh, talk about gun safety over the Fourth of July holiday weekend. His first episode last week with you guys was massive, getting lots, and I mean lots of hits on our social media channels. When he actually breaks down gun issues, because uh, whether you're for or against guns or having guns or A2 rights or conceal and carry, you need to have some educated conversations about it. And there's nobody better uh, than Steve King. And that goes anybody in America. The guy's amazing. That's why we have him on the show. He'll be back in at about 830 uh, in studio. Coming up at nine, Nicole Jenkins. Um, she's got Veterans Advantage uh, Urgent Care. Uh, only urgent care that takes care of veterans that we know of in the country. Um she was very heavily involved in St. Louis politics. She sees that things have not gotten better in St. Louis because things have to get worse before they get better because they were allowed to get to such a bad point. Hopefully, she'll be calling out some politicians today because she wants to talk, number one, about how mentally and emotionally people in St. Louis are torn down now, but how it's hurting us physically, all the crime that continues to happen, and there's really no plan in place. And, you know, you've got a, a police chief who's been coming here and leaving, and then it falls on the mayor. Mayor's got to do something. Absolutely, she has to do something because reimagining crime all over the country has not worked. Not only in St. Louis, it hasn't worked in Chicago. It hasn't worked in New York, homelessness on the West Coast, and, uh, you know, Atlanta, all the usual suspects, you have those problems going on. She'll be here at that point in time. So we'll get into all of that. We love it as you're part of this interactive show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on our website, canceltheshow.com. And if you haven't had a chance to check out our guest we had two major national guests to start the week out. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to, to catch them or see them, Grover Nyquist, go check him out. He was amazing uh, when it comes to talking tax, anything. Um, the guy is untouched. He was absolutely amazing. John Rourke, who does cleanup at the border. Uh, nobody better to talk about border, border safety, border cleanup. What's happening right now? Not what happened maybe five, even three years ago. What's happening now? What's happened in the last month, the last year? Uh, John Rourke, um, our, our border guy, nobody better. Grateful, grateful, grateful um, that he joined us and we're going to have him back on. He's like, just let me know when. If you have a topic, let me know when. That's the kind of badass response that we love. Check out that stuff as well. Okay, with that being said, um, we've got a lot of issues going on in this country right now. And Tabitha, I know you just walked in. Um, I saw a report that came out, so I think I saw it on Fox, where Biden economics, and Trump rimped it yesterday. Bidenomics. Bidenomics um, <laughs> has now cost each family $10,000. Yes. Just oh, yes. by his, and it's, gonna, it's supposed to get worse in 2024. And then we hear rumors of recessions. And then we see what's happening with inflation. And we talk about right. interest rates going up. And unfortunately, the Biden administration has not put us in a better situation. We're in a worse situation. And if you're doing better, oh, feel free. Join us on the show to let us know how everything is so much better. Um, reality is it's not. And then right. we can speculate about recessions, but then you come across information. So Pro Joe, we're going to start today with Tab getting things going with our Thursday, June 29th, Tab Take. 
Scotch take. Yesterday, yesterday, this is so crazy. HSBC, one of the largest banks in the world, made an announcement and they said, and they're, they're located in Britain, what they said was it is absolutely imminent that the United States begins a major recession within just a couple of weeks from now. A major recession. I think all of us know we're already in a recession, aren't we? But, yes. but the difference is, is that Joe Biden, if you guys recall, he changed the definition of recession. It's one of the first things he did when he stepped into office. We're already in a recession. For sure. And now the world is waking up and they're saying, you know what? It, it, as much as we would like to think there's going to be some light at the end of the tunnel, we're actually going to potentially, just like Kathy and Steve, Kathy Helbig and Steve Strick said yesterday, we have a long, bumpy road ahead of us. This is not going to end anytime soon. HSBC Bank saying not only is it imminent that the United States ends up in a major recession, but they also claim that within by next year, we are going to pull, pull Europe down with us. Now, of course, nobody mm -hmm. wants to mention the fact that how much money are we giving to Ukraine, us and Europe? As a matter of fact, uh, Britain, parts of the UK, they're, they're actually in a position right now where they're at a negative GDP for the first time in history, a negative GDP. Why? Because we're all giving all of our money to Russia. Now we're getting ready to give 15 billion to Poland so that Poland can strengthen their borders. We're getting ready to start uh, getting money together because guess what we want to do now that Belarus, now that Belarus has nuclear weapons sent to them as a nice pretty package from Russia, we want to replace their government. You know, how easy is that going to be? How much money is that going to cost us? You know, we were saying, oh, we need a democracy in Belarus. And, you know, as soon as we start saying we need a democracy in another country, I think we all know where we're heading. We're in big trouble. We're in big trouble. Mm -hmm. and, and, I mean, don't you guys think we're already in a recession? How, uh, how much worse yeah. can it get? And apparently the answer is a lot worse. It just depends on how worse. We're talking about the degrees of recession, depression, whatever you want to call. There's I mean, when the inflation is as high as it is right now, that scares the hell out of me. Interest rates going up, something's going to have to give. That's the problem. Um, you may be making the same amount of money that you did before. Who knows? Maybe you've had your wages cut. I, I don't know. But when the prices continue to go up, exactly, yeah, and it, what? It's, it's a massive issue. And when you talked about doing this tab state, uh, it made me immediately think, okay, not only do we have our personal issues, um, we continue to have train derailments. We continue yes. to have bridges collapse. We continue to have an infrastructure, not only in the state of Missouri, which Governor Parson has tried to go after hard, but across the country, as you've talked about several times, Tabitha, with no money. There's no money for There's There's yet, no money. Yet we continue to have crazy ass social programs that we don't need and then send all kinds of money across seas specifically to the example that you just talked about to a money trap a money pit of ukraine where most americans i'm sorry i hate to say it are clueless don't care just love their own little situation until they go to the bank and there's no money then people may start to wake up and go oh you did what we're sending money there that's the problem that we have. Money, weapons. And, and what happens during, let's say, a recession, particularly a major recession? You know what happens? Companies cut hours. Yes. Companies cut back. They, they let staff go. So we end up with a really high unemployment rate. 
We end up with a high unemployment rate. Prices continue to go up. The dollar continues to go down. And what ends up happening? Overinflation. We're already at a period of overinflation, aren't we? Um, I don't know. I mean... I think, of course we are. I think I, we're absolutely in a period I, I, I of do, overinflation. I do too. Look at the cost of meat and I just bread spent, and... I just spent $50 on three pounds of deli meat. Yep, oh, crazy. Go. crazy. Meat, yeah. the meat prices are absolutely... We talked about that last week. Sky, the $1 steak that I showed that was yes, the size of my hand. Sky <laughs> high, $18, yes. 19 $20 a pound, even Correct. at stores like... Walmart or Aldi. I mean, it's it, where can you go now? People are talking about, you know, how are we going to feed our families? People are losing their jobs and, and it's going to continue, continue to roll down that hill. Well, well on this, this major, show, this major recession is the new definition of depression. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. It actually, You're absolutely, it absolutely right. Is. It feels almost like we're in a depression. When you go into Aldi, which is basically the cheapest place you can get any food, the bread is double. The canned goods are 30 cents more. You can't buy even half the amount of what you could buy before. Exactly. We're already in a recession. So when they say yes. a major recession is coming, that means it's a depression Absolutely. is coming. There's no question about that, Joe. And it, it concerns me because you know what this is all about? It is another attack on the middle class. It's well, of course an, it another is. attack on the because a recession or a depression typically does not affect the highest wage earners. It typically does not affect the people who already make the most amount of money in this country, or it at least affects them a lot less. But a depression or a recession hits a lot harder to the middle, middle class. Middle for sure. Classes. It's not a good situation, Absolutely but Robert, I class. do agree with you. As Robert wanted to remind us, he says prices are not going up. He says the dollar's going down. Well, it, but, it, but, that's, but that's not necessarily, I, I, I love Robert and I agree with everything he says, but how can we say prices aren't going they up? They are going up. When we see them going no, up. No, we see, and, that's, and, and I understand your point, Robert. I do. And the dollar is worth what? We, I say this all the time, 38% less Correct. than what it both was in the 80s. Both things are happening. Both. They're, they're, the it's, yeah. And that's why we're in such a bad position because both things are happening. Yes. We have overinflation. We have the dollar losing well, value. And we do see prices going up on some items. And we do love the interaction that we have with the show as part of this podcast, the live aspect that we do on a daily basis. And Aaron, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. When the dollar is no longer the reserve currency, yes, we're going to be in a depression or a worse situation. You better Correct. believe it. Correct. Not even sure we have a word for it, um, which is scary. Right. And we're not trying to scare people. We try to get out ahead of things. We try to bring and talk about the stories that you need to hear, not the cookies and lemonade, poolside, sunshine, right. rainbows, and everything else all of the time that you'll see with other situations we, we try to bring it on and then try to find solutions well now we, we have a major world bank bringing it up i'm sorry joe i was just going to say we got to be careful about how we use the d word because we could get censored for that eventually <laughs> oh my you're god right joe you're joe, right Isn't joe that don't truth? give anybody any ideas come on and i don't think everything's people... great with joe biden everything's biden wonderful everything's wonderful I, it just it's just sad that there's so many lost people in the dark that have been that would still want to keep the same administration around and doing the same things because they're just their they're pride or uneducated or have their head in the sands. Uh, it, it's we're dealing with this crap right now. It's not getting any better. Unfortunately, it is getting worse. If you look at yes. the situations, things are not better. Things have gotten worse. There's no way to make excuses about it and say, well, everything's going to be fine. No, it's not. It's not now. Has it really affected everyday life? Is it affecting your life this holiday weekend? I don't know. Most of the people I know, it's not changing their life tons. 
Um, it, it does go after the middle class. Uh, hell, as I just looked down, Diane says dog food is double or triple. She's meat, right. Meat it's prices absolutely right. It's tripled. Oh, Kevin says so. what build back better. It's actually build back broker. Right. <laughs> yes, um, for sure. But people want to talk about social issues. It's all, oh, we need to focus on social. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we get it. We get it. When the money's gone and people are struggling and life has changed from that standpoint, it always takes center stage. Give and, me a break. We're supposed to ignore it, aren't we? Yeah, Our, as Americans, we're supposed to ignore the high prices yes. and the value of the dollar going down. But how can we, even other people, and, and you know, as a matter of fact, uh, oh, what was his name? Um, Orban, the president of Hungary, made a tweet yesterday. It was really funny, actually. And in his tweet, he said, we're supposed to be on a seven-year budget. Where did oh, the money no. go? He said, well, two years into a seven-year budget, we're out of money. Well, we're dealing with that situation. And Projo, if you could, uh, pop up Joe Biden's soundbite, if you could, really quick. The one where we're, we're talking about the money issues we've got going on in this country, inflation. And then you have a man, an alleged leader, um, who doesn't know really who Putin is. He doesn't know what war Putin is in. And this is who the Democrats voted for right here. This, ladies and gentlemen... Yep. Is your picture of leadership. Democrats, this is you. This is on you. Wear it. Own it. You're responsible. President Biden, how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? That's not the right one, Joe. That's all right. Try again, Joe. Try again. Sorry. But we'll that, get the back up. That was that, him saying, that is, no, that's him losing his mind. We'll show that one in a second. Mm -hmm. um, Joe Biden literally doesn't know where he is we talk about this here you go here it is it's hard to tell but he's, he's clearly losing the war in iraq he's losing the war at home and he is uh coming to the fly around the world <laughs> i love the music he's joe, losing the, the war in iraq Isn't that funny oh can you play it one more time joe Do it again wow. biting on putin it's hard to tell but he's, he's clearly losing the war in iraq he's losing the war at home and he is uh, coming to the fly around the world. <laughs> Man. Oh. And while our inflation is sky high and we have leading analysts talking about recessions, depressions, this guy is talking about Putin losing the war in Iraq. He has no I, idea what's going on. Democrats, no. that is on you. Where are you, Democrats? You voted for that idiot. They selected I, oh, him is what they did. Right, they selected they him. Selected they selected him. him. I wouldn't him. say voted, they selected him. And there was one yesterday, you guys have probably all seen it, where Biden stands on the stage and he says, God save the queen. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he's like played, pointing. Well, we played that last yeah. week. And then I'm like, what in the world is wrong but it's, with him? Uh, right. What then, is wrong with and him? And then you guys played a clip the other day when I wasn't here, but uh, people kept messaging me about it, where where Biden said he gave, who did he give documents to? Did he give documents to someone? No. It's he, like, what in yeah, the world? Well, that was Monday. Is he doing? He said he sold state secrets. Yes. Yeah. I've sold yeah. state secrets. And he, he's admitting idiot. it. And, and I mean, he's and he did do that. But I mean, here's the thing too. He's such a moron, but also... He, they're arrogant on his fluent moments if he's around him and his son are arrogant about it like i can do whatever i because want because they do can because right because they, they can, can they have and they will right yep 
you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> they're going to do whatever they want to and, and rub your face in it. Yes, Nick, they are. Eric, and they're going to rub our face in it. But he's getting it. angry, too. Kim, Joe, can we play that soundbite that we were going to show? I mean, Eric talked about the Hunter Biden situation yesterday. It was so bad. I mean, there, it, it, there's so much crap surrounding him. Wow. It just goes on and on and on, and it's starting to it's starting to affect that guy. There's your hero, Democrats. There he is. There's your vision of your hero. President Biden, how involved, President Biden, how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's an idiot. He is an idiot. No. He is an absolute I've never, idiot. you know, it's just, it's, you don't want to get to the lowest level of having to use a name, but my God. There's nothing else man. to explain him for. This is all, this is all this week. It's this week. I don't feel bad for saying it. I, I don't do not feel bad for saying he's an idiot. It's the truth because he is. He's an arrogant idiot. Arrogant idiot. An arrogant exactly idiot. Right. And that's well, the worst. I don't know why this Drew Collins guy likes Biden so much. It, he does. I mean, Drew, this guy was a complete one million percent racist back in the seventies and the eighties. Yes, yes. He he hung around with the most racist senators yes. on the planet. You know his his stripes are not going to change. Correct. I just don't get why a Drew Collins who is so advocate about white you know privilege and all this in the Correct. racial Correct. Bull garbage. <laughs> Yes. How how do you this is your opportunity Drew to go and literally just submarine this cat go find out what the democrats should be all over the democratic uh media should be all over him to get him out of the way Correct because Correct. this is your opportunity to go get an AOC to go get a Net Gavin Newsom to go get a uh, oh, uh, it, it may still happen No I'm they you better start they now They can't run no. that no, you better hurry Whatever up. Whatever it is, look, you are in the you they are can't run by. You're turning. You're in. You're in turn four right now. You better hurry the hell up. That's a good analogy. But I'm but telling why you, do they? Why do they I just have to don't do understand? Eric? Why does Drew Collins? Why does he champion this guy? I just what because is he? Democrats will always back their candidate. I this is your right chance right wrong. now. You can have anybody. Down. I thought Tabitha was going to use her two words for Democrat to describe Drew. A mental illness. Yes. <laughs> it, it is a yes. mental illness. When you see the destruction Drew, love you. of your com- Drew, country, you can come by anytime. We'll 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 take you in. We'll Drew, help you. We can nurse you back to health if at all possible. It's just my there's friend. no common sense on his part. I, I understand that he wants to be uber uber liberal cat, but he it's just that he doesn't make sense doing He's it. He's been brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, that's you what know? it is. It's brainwashing. I mean, I'll be the first one that came on this show and said, "Look, I like Trump's policies, but I'm done with the the lack of." decorum in the office man get yeah. DeSantis in there didn't I say that I'm sorry yeah. I, I like a guy that when he walks in it looks like a president it sounds Even like when a president he sells you out from behind that's all you care about is that it looks and sounds sells like a president you out from behind that's like a weekend for you yeah yep, sometimes <laughs> it is <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, I kept waiting for the sound drop on that one or two of our sound drops. Yeah, we got a few sound drops for sure. Yeah. I, it's it's funny. I, I mean, I, and no offense against you, Eric, because you're a good guy. But, you know, I'm so tired of hearing people say, I want somebody in the White House that looks and acts like yes. a president. What's wrong with that? That looks and acts What's like a president. That? If they're actually presidential and they're creating What's wrong with good DeSantis? policies, What's wrong with DeSantis? then great. But What's wrong with DeSantis? I don't 
we Trump is the devil we know, right? Like him or not, mm-hmm. that's, that's we unfair. know who he is. We know his policies. That's why he's leading in the polls. I like DeSantis. I, I really do. But you can't convince me that DeSantis isn't a sellout. Well, the, only time whatever. will tell. To what degree? Yeah. Only to time what degree, will tell. Well, we got to get somebody in the office that can freaking try to fix the economy. The economy's not good. Well, first of all, go the economy. For her Biden, Here's KJP this. keep trying to tell. There's tons no, no, no. of jobs out there. No, stop. The economy is, oh. we, we talked about this two years ago. Here's the deal. This is a product of um, what they did in COVID. I'm sorry. It just is. The, the economy was cruising along. COVID came, whether it was what it, whether it was uh, natural or if it was fake or whatever it was. And then all of a sudden, ports of entry came to a close. I told Vic this. I go, everybody looked around and goes, oh, prices are going up. Remember that? Yep. And I go, Vic. You can't get a PS5 anymore because yep, they're not right. making them anymore because right. the world just shut down. This has ramifications that go way beyond COVID. We talked about that two and a half years ago. This is what we're reeling from right now still. I'm afraid to tell you. You mean they were making them. They just weren't shipping them. Well, here. well I remember he wanted to buy one for his yeah. son. I, he, and I was like, well, go buy one then. They're only 400 bucks at, at Best Buy. No, never, they're not. Never did get one. No, they're not. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, they're not. So, so... What is happening to Binomics is all the kids that got free money off of COVID relief funding, that that's gone. The government's not doing that anymore. So now Binomics is these these kids that are living in their mom's basement are now coming out of the basement saying, please, mister, do you have a dollar? I will they? work for you. Yes, that's what it's all about. Well, there's open jobs that are not taken. I would like to see where they're working because I don't Biden. see them working. This isn't Biden's. No, it is. He is well, adding jobs. Every time, he is? You mean jobs are coming back after COVID? He's not yes. adding jobs. No, exactly. Biden, well, that's not, that's not him adding adding jobs. Binomics is basically COVID pressures to get people back to work. They got to have some money somehow, right? Uh, the, the, the price They're not doing anything to get people back to work. The price of eggs going up is Binomics because Biden threw trillions of dollars in an economy and oversaturated the dollar. The dollar is just worth nothing anymore. Well, so our, if you want an egg, you better be ready to spend 10 bucks for it. Well, our financial expert chickens. that we had on recently, Patrick Willette, he did that deep dive, the financial deep dive with us, the former Wall Street expert, uh, real estate investor. And he just wanted to remind us, he jumped in. He's in the, uh, the Northeast, said, guys, we've been in a recession since October. The leading indication of a recession is an inverted yield curve between long-term and short-term treasury bonds, which would definitely apply to where we sit June 29th, 2023. Yeah, but the, right. the American people of the people of the world, they are not they are not going down without a fight. They still want their crap from Costco. They still want their houses. They still want their cars and their blah, blah. So the, the problem with it, and you almost have to feel a little sorry for the, the Federal Reserve right now. They're trying to tap it down, but nothing that they're doing is working. You see what I'm saying? They're, the 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 interest rates are meant to keep everyone from. Oh, let's not go crazy buying everything up. Let's keep the prices. Down. It's not working. Yeah, people because are, when you screw people up are, enough, it's not working over people, a long enough period of time. You have no more answers. There right. are no more get out of jail cards. This weekend will be lifelines littered, littered, gone. People will be littering the airways by trying to fly from destination to destination. The travel industry is going to be amazing. People are trying to buy electric vehicles that cost forty thousand dollars way too much. It doesn't matter. People are they're like, look, 
raise the prices but i i'm on this planet only once and i'm gonna buy some stuff and that's what's going on right now it's they an, can't it, tap it down i'm telling you no it's an attack on the middle classes they don't want a middle class anymore they've been trying to wipe out the middle class since before covid and covid did a great redistribution of wealth the taxes which they claim only affected people over four hundred thousand dollars another attack on the middle class they will do anything they can to cause a giant separation between the top elite and the lower class. I don't know if they're smart enough to even figure that out, to be honest. They're doing a pretty darn good I don't, job I don't even it. know if they're smart enough to figure that out because I, this is an election season. Why would you want to tank the economy because right now if you're voting, in control of the economy? Do you really think 80 million people voted for Biden? Er, Eric, Come my, on now. my whole deal with that was all of a sudden when the election starts to get closer just like gas prices oh they'll go down oh all of a sudden we've got money coming into the economy now oh things are getting better prices are, but this time i don't know if it's going to work yeah because as you said you just laid out so eloquently there's nothing that can be done it's unfortunate it's what we're dealing with now it's our new i'm going to say it this is cause and effect our this new is normal ca- this is cause and effect type <clears throat> stuff is what it is you guys the people that were ruling the world back when covid started you didn't understand what the effect was going to be you just didn't you mean a printing did. all of that free money we did we understood if you shut oh, things down oh they understood they understood then maybe they did but i'm just saying they ca- definitely cause did. and effect defund the police cause and effect everything they do border being open cause and effect everything they do there's an effect to it. And it's called And we are living, right? that's why everybody wants to go back to the 80s, because it was so great back in the 80s. <laughs> well, people that knew about the 80s. i go back to the 80s with you. I know. I'm telling you what, I'm going to figure out how to get back <laughs> to that Let's invent a hot tub time machine. <laughs> this is Cancel This, Cancel This Show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks, running our chat line for us, Projo, our engineer, who you'll hear him every now and then chime up. Uh, last week, um, we had Steve King from Metro Shooting Supply. He's their owner. Uh, there's nobody better in the country when it comes to talking guns and anything. Amendment 2 rights. Uh, Steve had his own shows in the St. Louis area for many years, and now he joins us. Steve, I wasn't here last week when you made your first appearance with us, but welcome to CancelTheShow.com. Last week, you were super popular. Tons of topics. Um, we have a topic we'll get into. It's the 4th of July, gun safety, things of that nature. Uh, and then would you be willing to uh, take questions if people have it, things that are going on? Absolutely. All right, we'll get your mic turned on. Joe will take care of that. Uh, so, hey, first of all, 4th of July, We, I mean, normally we hear about fireworks. People need to have safety with fireworks, not guns. Do you hear about issues with people and guns on the 4th of July? No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the best firework out there is a firearm. So um, a lot of people think that uh, New Year's Eve and 4th of July are the only two times they need to practice their trigger finger. And unfortunately, a lot of people do it unsafely. So we'd like to kind of remind people that, uh, first of all, alcohol and firearms never mix. So if you're out partying and you're out enjoying the barbecue, um, don't go inside and grab the gun when it gets dark and start uh, shooting rounds in the air. Uh, It's just not the safest thing to do. So if you're going to, um, you know, I think in most municipalities here in St. Louis and in the surrounding areas, it's illegal to fire firearms in the municipalities. However, it never stops people in the past. If you're going to do that, and I am not telling you to go out and shoot guns in the air, but um, if you're going to shoot firearms, go out and make sure you know what your target is and know what's beyond it. You know, that's one of the NRA safety rules. It's number four, and it says know your target, know what's beyond it. Know that that bullet's going to travel. A nine millimeter bullet can travel over a mile and a half. 
So if you shoot that in the air, you just don't know where it's going to come That's down. Right. So I know a couple years ago, uh, now it's been probably 10 years ago, uh, out in Chesterfield, a, a lady um, got hit in the eye, right in the, uh, the socket, right in her cheek, by a slug that came out of the air. And uh, there was a big investigation, and, and they pulled the, uh, the bullet out of her cheek, and they did uh, ballistics on it. And then uh, we happened to be involved in some of the investigation because they were going around the stores asking about ammunition. And um, it just so happened that um, we knew the firearm, we were able to identify the bullets, we were able to help the police uh, do this. But this guy was shooting a, a firearm off a porch, off of a condo porch, and he was just aiming in the air and, and pulling the trigger. And one of his uh, 45 caliber slugs went uh, a great distance and hit a poor lady, about 67, I think, year old lady, right in the cheek. She lost her eye. Wow. And uh, Damn. she could have lost her life over it. Yeah, so, you know, it's one of those things that we just don't want to shoot guns in the air. Um, if you are going to do it, please be safe and responsible and point it into a safe direction, point it into a ground, uh, you know, a dirt pile, um, a tree, something that you're going to be able to stop that, that projectile. It's not harmless. No, not at all. I mean, fireworks, you know, we see the injuries from fireworks every year, uh, just firecrackers and bottle rockets and what have you. Uh, bullets are, are, are traveling, you know, 900 to 2,000 feet per second. And, you know, I always tell people, once you pull that trigger, there's no getting that bullet back. I mean, uh, it's gone. And once it's gone, there's always a lawyer attached to the end of that that bullet. So uh, know what you're doing and being drunk and being festive uh, on the 4th of July, you know, that's a time for us to celebrate our freedoms and our, our patriotic uh, ancestry, but it's not a time to be careless and imprudent and put somebody else's life in jeopardy. Well, you may not be drunk and festive. Somebody may be drunk and pissed off too. We're going to be talking about that coming up at nine o'clock with Nicole Jenkins, because that's what we've seen in St. Louis when it comes to that situation with guns and people having guns that shouldn't have guns and no training from that standpoint. Uh, since you are still fairly new, Steve, can you remind people what you do, you know, the stores that you own and why you do what you do? Because you were a former cop. Yes, sir. Um, I was a policeman for several years, uh, 20 some odd years. And uh, I wanted to always uh, as a policeman, wanted to do something when I retired, so I chose the firearms industry. I've been an avid shooter. I've been shooting since I was four years old, and um, I shoot competition all around the country. I've, I've won a lot of events and um, just enjoy the, the whole shooting sports. And my goal when I retired was to own a firearms uh, company, a, a gun shop and shooting range, and teach people how to shoot, how to defend themselves, how to be safe. Um, my advocacy is trying to uh, convince the non-shooters to become shooters. And that's where I focus on how do we get people who are vehemently against right. firearms and get them on our side. So I, I bought a store in 2003 in Belleville, Illinois. Mm. And uh, the communist state of Belleville, <laughs> Illinois. And uh, I, I made that store the number one gun shop in St. Louis. And then that. in 2009, I, I bought a building in Bridgeton and refurbished it. And in 2011, we opened up and became the largest gun shop in St. Louis. And uh, so I had one and two. And I was very proud of having the, the biggest gun shops in how St. Do Louis. You, how do you, they have, a, I guess, laws that are trying to get written right now about... Um, I'm on the news. You see these gang members. Yep. 
that have these uh I, they look like machine guns to me i don't know what the hell they are but these gang members walking around washington avenue and they how do you write a law that says hey gang member you can't bring a, a machine gun out in the street but it doesn't affect uh, a legal caring citizen to conceal and carry to protect themselves these are two totally different people one is to protect themselves second amendment blah 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 and one is basically to you know it's 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 nefarious how do you write laws he that has touch one best answer but don't don't touch the other <laughs> eric you know you bring a very good point and uh this is what the the dichotomy of our system is crazy because on one hand, we have our Constitution, and it says we're all allowed to carry guns. On mm -hmm. the other hand, we have idiots out there that do carry guns, right. and you can't write a law against an idiot carrying a gun. There's over 20,000 local, state, federal right. gun laws already on the book. So if you had that law, you just asked, what law do we write? I can't tell you that because right. there's already a law that says you can't flourish a gun in public. You can't be underage and own a firearm. You can't kill somebody. Right. You can't point a gun and threaten somebody. You know, there's already these laws on the books. But the key thing is bad guys don't care about laws. Right. So we could write every law out there and they're still going to violate those laws because they don't care. Yeah. And I know the picture you're talking about with those little hoodlums. Well, it just seems like St. Louis has got this major problem. You want people to walk freely in the in in the evening in st louis missouri on a saturday night but what i, I hate to be so to use my word there's your not, picture not, eric there's your picture the yeah. answer yeah. eric what, so it's it's it, for it, you to be it's for you to be properly armed no, and for you to know how to use your weapon i am a, because it is the only way to fight back the police can't i'm be a 40 year old soccer mom with a soccer dad trying to go down and have a nice time in st louis but now i can't even consider doing that because there's a these you see, because of this picture right here. I understand. Here. And, and the key thing is, it's leadership. It all boils down to leadership that we vote into office. Mm -hmm. We have a, a, a city and a county that don't care about Can you pop citizens. that picture back up, Joe, please, while we have, Steve's talking? We have laws that allow I mean, kids like this to have guns. There's no law right here that allows these kids to have these guns, you know, but our state uh, is a very progressive state, and we have been over the past 10 years writing laws that lower the age to get firearms. It's still a federal law that you have to be 21 years old to get a handgun. Okay, and all of these firearms that these kids are holding are handguns. None of these kids in here are 21 years old, right. I can bet. And the problem is, is that as long as you're 19 years old, your parents can buy you a firearm and give it to you. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're doing. They're using the loophole to have their mom and dad or grandma or grandpa buy wow. them a gun and then let them carry them around the street. And that's why we have to start punishing the people who do that. When these people, and I know there's laws for yes, that too. Yes, there are. There, there are laws for that too. And, and like I was explaining to Eric, there's already, and you were explaining to Eric, there's already laws for all these things. We know that leadership's the problem. We know no one's actually doing anything about it. That's not going to change anytime soon. No. It's not going to change anytime soon. No. So what do we do with the situation the way it is, knowing it's not going to change anytime soon? Well, we have to educate the people. And unfortunately, I don't want to see gunfights in the street from good guys versus bad guys. I mean, this isn't Dodge City 1800 some odd. <laughs> kind of on some but, nights. <laughs> yeah, but mm -hmm. the problem is these kids don't have any fear. There's no fear of law no, enforcement. There's not. no fear of their parents. No, and no, no value fear. on life. They're and, desensitized and they, by so much stuff. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. And it's a rite of passage. Right. I mean, it's, you know, 
to me, a gun is for me. It's it's to protect yourself in the house. This is something different. This right. is this is laws need to be built for like we're bringing back St. Louis. Sorry if right. it, if this touches on you, nineteen year old kid with a, a machine gun. But I but I but then again, you have to be sensitive to that Second Amendment thing. Right. Well, you right. Know, yeah. And the thing is, is that even as a gun shop owner, yeah. You know, I I cringe when I see news stories like mm-hmm. that, and I cringe when I see these people. I get these guys coming into my store every day trying to buy guns, yeah. and I can't sell them to them. They're not legal. Yeah. And I have to turn them away and tell them you're not allowed to possess these mm-hmm. firearms. So they go and they find somebody to buy them one, and then they get it because they're 19 years old. Well, it's all. It, uh, what was his name? Uh, the guy that had the. The ca- uh, Castle Doctrine guy. What was his name? He was running for Senate. What was his name? Oh, McCloskey. McCloskey. So they 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 run um, a lawsuit against him. Right. He's in his yard. Right. He has a legitimate fear of a of a, a mob moving through his yard. Yet these anyway. I feel like I'm I'm trying pounding this a little bit too hard. It's just I'm trying to understand how do our leaders not see this and go? They, they we're we're going to fix. They want to get elected, and they're and they're playing to their base. And if you look at how the elections have gone in the last eight years, the base is turning to lawlessness. They want to give everything for free. They want to make urban slaves is what they want to do. Oh, damn. They want to make people enslaved to their policies. And unfortunately, that's just the bottom line. And nobody has the... the kahunas to say yeah. what's happening but well, the dads every, should every the time da- these kids dads they don't, should. most of them don't you know right. most of them don't have dads eric but, but we have to learn how to live with it and deal with it because it's not going to change right and this isn't a black or white issue this is a urban issue and this is a political yeah. issue yeah. that the politicians are playing and every welfare check that goes out and every subsidy that goes out and every free phone that goes out and every free everything that goes out these people have no value of life yeah everything is free yeah what do they have to do they they spend their money on drugs they spend their money on alcohol they spend their money on guns they spend their money on whatever they want to spend do you think it's time that we give it let's say it's a right i don't under and i'm not but i'm everybody will say i'm a liberal after i ask this question especially (laughs) tabitha look at her looking at me do you think it's time we have a licensed system where it's like you can own a gun. You have the right to own a gun, but you have to be licensed to do it. Have a, a vetting process of a of a United States citizen to say, you went through the process, you know how to do this, you understand the castle doctrine, all this other stuff. Is it time? Are we living in a part of society? Are we in a time period where it's time we, we separate people who deserve a gun and people that don't deserve a gun? Well, I think that that was at one time that was the way it is. And I think the backlash from that has now swung, swung that pendulum the other direction. And now we're giving away too many caveats. So as we had before, up until 2015, Mm -hmm. um, you had to go down to St. Louis County and get a permit Mm -hmm. to purchase a firearm. Mm -hmm. And they had a seven-day waiting period, and then you had 30 days to purchase that gun, and the dealer had to submit the paperwork back, and there was a registry. Well, the public didn't want that anymore. And the politicians heard that grumbling from the people saying, hey, this is our constitutional right to have firearms. Why do we have to go through this process? The Constitution doesn't say I have to get a permit. Well, now they got rid of all that, and I believe that was 2005. In 2015, we had the Castle Doctrine that said, stand your ground. You don't have to go anywhere. So we keep getting more and more 
progressive for yeah. allowing citizens to defend themselves. But on the other side, on the flip side of it, the bad guys, they get to do whatever they want right. to do because nobody's, nobody's challenging them. They're, they're, they're defunding the right. police. They're t- taking the, the claws and the teeth out of the police. Mm-hmm. The court systems are overbooked, and there's nothing that can be done. Now, I believe the law that should be on the books that you, what you're talking about is if you're involved in a firearm crime, regardless of what it is, yeah. mandatory prison. Mandatory prison time, mm-hmm. and that would get people to stop. Let's bring back some corporal punishment. Yeah. Let's bring back some work work details. Let's make yeah. them work out on One the highway. One strike and you're out kind yeah, of Yeah, work on the highway. Yeah. Chain them up and make them pick up trash on I-40. Yeah. And when people drive down 40 and they see all these people <coughs> out there in orange jumpsuits picking up trash, they're going to yeah. say, I don't want to do that. We're yeah. talking with Steve King. He is the owner of Metro's Shooting Supplies. I'm curious... It's so difficult to not, quote, judge people in a negative way. But when you work in the arms industry, as you do with guns, when people come in, you never know what you're going to get, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, Of the amount of people who come in and try to purchase guns, what percentage do you think are not legally in a situation where they can buy one? In my store, zero. Um, We don't sell firearms unless they pass the back. No, I know zero. I mean, how many people are, what percentage are you having to turn away? Oh, God, it it varies every day. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's- Is it at least 30%? I would say 20% of the people coming in uh, just aren't allowed to buy firearms. They're either too young, they're under the influence of marijuana. See, that scares the living crap out of me, which is why I asked the question. And then, of course, you already know there's- there's a lot of weapons on the street. Absolutely. I mean, there are. Over but, 300 million. But, but these people aren't coming in and buying them from your shop no. is the problem. That's right. And like I was asking you earlier, and I know you weren't able to, to fully answer, what do we do? Our leaders aren't doing anything. They're not going to do anything. Is more guns the answer or is less guns the answer? Are more gun laws the answer, less gun laws? I know we, we ideally want to prosecute. And if we prosecuted these cases, if we put people in jail for violent crimes, we wouldn't have the situation we do. But that's not going to change no. anytime soon. No. So in the meantime, what do we do to feel safe? Tabitha, the, it sounds stark, but the, the answer to that question is we need to protect ourselves. Um, the you know the police departments aren't going to be there when you need help. Um, just like the McClowskys you were talking about, you know there was no police out there when that mob mm-hmm. of people come walking through their yards. Yeah. What they did was legal by the definition of the Castle Doctrine. Yeah. However, their tactics were stupid, and I criticized them from day one. They should have stayed in their house and had cover and protect themselves. Standing out in the middle of your yard waving a gun around, get yourself killed uh, generally. And they they were lucky they didn't get shot that day. Good point. But um, the key thing is, is we need training. Everybody should take training. You know, we have to get a driver's license. We have to do things to get a, a job. Sometimes you have to be licensed to yeah. be a nurse or, or a dentist or a dental hygienist or whatever the case may be. Well, let me ask you this. You said a license. Are you, what? I mean, what, what stops St. Louis Police Department from walking up to these kids and saying, you literally are dangling a machine gun. Can I see the license for that thing real quick? Well, there's no license for li- a firearm. Yeah, but or whatever that, that prerequisite is to do that. There isn't any. There isn't one. That's a problem. And the policemen can't do anything anymore because it's their constitutional right to carry these firearms. Mm-hmm. And you see videos on YouTube all the time where policemen are getting themselves in trouble where they come up to a fellow that has a gun strapped across his chest, an AR-15 or something, yeah. and the guy says, hey, it's my legal right to carry this on the sidewalk. It's yeah. public property. Property. Mm-hmm. And the policeman has nothing, to, he can't do anything about yeah. it. And that's what we talked about last time is that 
that's not a good way to get your message across if yeah. you're a pro-gun person. You know, why do you want to flaunt that gun in front of somebody's face? Yeah. Why don't you take them shooting instead? Why don't you give them some education instead? Why don't you show them that you're a responsible gun owner? That convinces people that the guns are okay. Yeah. Not walking around with a gun on your hip and flush, flant, flaunting it in their face and flashing it around. Yeah. That's not the way to do it. Uh, gun safety. And, and what I was saying was, I think every single person by the age of 16, 18, should have some kind of formal gun training. We should go to a class, show competency, and then we don't have to worry about so many of these yahoos out here shooting. I mean, if you came into my range and looked at my ceiling, mm -hmm. these are people that are in a controlled environment. They're supposed to be shooting downrange at a gigantic steel plate, yeah. and they can't hit the steel plate in front of them. Eric, there's literally holes <laughs> on the ceiling. I was like, how the hell is somebody hitting up and down and way to the right and to the left. Absolutely. It's crazy. And, and people don't know what they don't know. And that's why we need training. Everybody. Does that answer your question, Tabitha, when you're asking? Well, about... it, it does because, it, again, we have to deal with the situation the way that it is. Right. And I've always felt like more guns are the answer. More guns on responsible citizens are the so answer. So here's the problem, and I think this is what we keep skirting around. You have a what you're talking about, a defensive mechanism for weaponry. Right? Yep. That's a responsible gun over. The problem is, is you're dealing with people who are using it as an offensive weapon, coming into quick trips and gas stations and stealing cars right. and pistol whipping people. Right. That's... But they're, see, you but see they're turf, yeah, they're turf wars too, which... Well, they're coming into St. Peter's and Fenton and all these other places too. But, but Eric, the first time one of those guys comes up to somebody at a quick trip and that guy shoots him, it's going to start, start changing. Well, that happened. That actually did happen did. in St. Charles. Right. And it's going to start happening, unfortunately. But, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Police officers, courts, lawmakers need to make it very apparent. You brandish a weapon and point it at anybody in public and somebody takes you out, you're done. There's no lawsuits. There, it, it, it's a defensive mechanism, and I think but that that's not the world we live in. And, and we no, can, well, what we I'm can hypothesize is, all we want, but that's not the world. And we that's live the reason in. that and people it's don't never do going it. Going to be, it's we're, we're it's too late for all that. Yeah, we can't be judged. Too late. Jury I mean, you're second guessing yourself shooting someone coming into your house because right. you're like, oh my god, I'm going to go well, through court can't. for the next three years. And you have to do what you have to do to protect yourself and your family, and worry about the rest of that later. No, that's and if what I'm you talking take about. a class, if you know what you're doing then you know the laws you know and, and you know what last week you gave me such a great uh insight and i've thought about it so many times since then where you talked about you know what if you're put in a bad situation you only defend yourself and your family and no one else that's right know your know you know what you're getting involved in never jump into a situation be a witness get on your cell phone call the police do whatever you can do but you have that firearm to save your life and the life of someone who shares your last name or bloodline period that's what you do. And, you know, when you're talking about uh, all these fears of shooting people, Eric, the key thing is the state of Missouri has recognized that, and they have um, made laws that says if you don't get prosecuted criminally, you can't be prosecuted civilly. Hmm. So when you're in your home, you know, that's your castle. Yeah. And if somebody breaks in, the only thing you have to prove, and you, it's not hard to prove, is that you were in fear of your life. Mm -hmm. How does anybody get into your head and prove you weren't in fear of your life? Yeah. So if you're at a quick trip and you're at a gas station, you're pumping your gas, and three of these guys pull up in a car and pull out three guns, 
give them your car, right? It's not worth it. Yeah. But if you can get the jump on them, if you can stop it, if they, you know, if there is a way that you can defend yourself, by all means do so. Yeah. And then as you see, there's going to be camera footage from everything. If you're justified, which you should be justified to do whatever you're going to do. We can't just have vigilantes yeah. going around. If you're justified, you don't have anything to worry about as far as legal things going. Uh, it will change your life forever. I mean, yeah. I've known police officers that have shot people and has completely changed their lives forever. Did you ever have to shoot anybody when you were a cop? No, I, I came close. I had seven opportunities where I could have justifiably shot somebody, but God saved them at the last minute. And um, that's the only thing I can tell you that happened because mm -hmm. they were going to go. And uh, it just wasn't their time to die. And uh, everything was resolved peacefully. Mm. But, you know, you have to have that discipline. You have to have that trigger discipline and know what your abilities are and the confidence in your firearm and your and your weaponry yeah. in order to say I can wait this nanosecond before I have to pull the trigger and hopefully the situation yeah. diffuses. Mike from the comment line wants to know if you recommend having insurance if you have a CCA and if so which company would you recommend? You know I don't think that we need that in the state of Missouri. There's a lot of people out pushing those uh, prepaid uh, self-defense legal things. I, I don't believe they're necessary. There are a lot of people that have them uh, for their peace of mind. But again, in the state of Missouri, if you're justified shooting somebody in a criminal situation, you don't have to worry about a civil lawsuit. Now, if you're careless and you miss that bad guy and you hit somebody down the street, a little five-year-old kid on a swing set, now, you know, that may be a different story. I don't think any insurance is going to cover that because you were liable for your errant round. That's where I said before, you have to know what your target is and what's beyond before you pull the trigger. So if you're in a self-defense situation, just because your life is in danger doesn't mean you pull your gun out and start spraying bullets all over the place. You have to know what your target is. You have to know what the background is and be smart about it. Move, get off the X. We always teach get off the X. Move, get out of the way. A moving target's harder to hit than a standing target. And know, get some kind of a backdrop where you know that if you miss that bad guy, you're not going to hit something that you don't intend to hit. Well, before you get out of here today, too, let's remind everybody what you're doing for our viewers and our listeners if they come by Metro Shooting Supply, because you're offering them a coupon and you speak of training, but then another situation as well with the holster situation. We wanted to yeah. let everybody know, too, if you're into guns and you're actively using, or if you want to learn and buy, go to Metro Shooting Supply. Tell them you've heard Steve here on CancelThisShow.com. If you do make purchases, whatever you do, it's going to help us in the show. And we have a couple specific things that Steve wanted to, to focus on when it comes to some coupons as well. Well, a couple of things is our concealed carry class is July 22nd of this month. This right around the month. corner. Right around the corner. It's already half full, so don't delay. Um, but it is a, an awesome class to take. I know that we are a permitless carry here in St. Louis, in the state of Missouri, but you don't know what you don't know. Take the class, get the laws, understand the laws, get the permit, and that allows you to carry in 30-some-odd other states around the country. But the key thing is that if you would ever have to shoot somebody, you can at least show the judge, the court, the police officer, anybody involved, you know what? I'm, I'm a conscientious gun owner. I'm a responsible gun owner. I took training so that I would be responsible. And unfortunately, I had to use my gun to defend myself. Um, and so we're giving the listeners here 10% off on the on your website. There's a coupon that they can click and get 10% uh, off of that class. So I would encourage everybody to get it. If you've had the concealed carry license for 5, 10, 15 years, like a lot of people have, uh, you know, we've had this since 2003. So, um, and every year, 
year, the laws completely change. So they don't realize that the, if you took that concealed carry class in 2003 or 2008, the laws are completely different right now. So if you haven't done it, get a refresher course. It never hurts to learn more. Come in, take the class again. You don't have to go down to county and get a new license or anything. Just come in and take the class again and, and learn. Learn what's new. And we may give you some ideas that you forgot about. But uh, we're doing that for the listeners. And the other thing is I got a 4th of July cancel this freedom rifle sale for Ooh. you. So we're going to give $100 off of an AR-15 what? for the Cancel This listeners if they come in and bring, mention the show. Bring you know We're going to get a coupon up on, on yeah, the Yeah, we site. don't have the coupons up on the website yet. We'll we're have, waiting for Alex to get that up there. They were supposed to be there. They're not there. But can people say that it was with Cancel yeah, This? Okay. Yes, but there's only four. It's for the 4th of July. So there's four of these special rifles. Uh, the Radical AR-15s, and we have four of them sitting aside for the Cancel This audience, and we'd like to give you $100 off on them, so they're going to be five forty nine, dollars and that's Jeez. a very that's inexpensive, a good price. Yeah. Very yeah. inexpensive yeah. gun for a quality firearm. It's not, it's not plastic, it's not polymer, it's a quality firearm that I would carry myself and use every single day. So it's a great firearm for especially beginners. And then, you know, we have our custom AR shop. So if they buy this this firearm, they can always customize it and put colors on it and do all that. And so anybody that wants to do that, we're going to give them 10% off of any of our customization of their, their AR-15s. Wow. Because um, you could have it, you could come in and have it painted red, white, and blue. We have. Oh, I've seen those and they're beautiful. Yeah, we're going to get the pictures too. We We've got have, them coming. We have all of those things that you can do. We can change the furniture on them. You can change the colors of them. And they're beautiful. They custom, they're customized. You could have Platinum guys. Rock they're Legends beautiful. on one, Eric. Yeah, you can have the graphics. The we're, lo we're lovers. We're not fighters. <laughs> and then Eric can take the class. Yep, I I strongly promote the class because all the questions that we typically have for you are answered when you take the class. That's and, absolutely right. And you have that confidence to actually be able to defend yourself. Anybody can buy a gun and think if somebody breaks into my house, I'm going to shoot them. But they don't always have the confidence to do it. Right. And if you if you ever have any questions on any of these gun laws that we have uh, in the Missouri Concealed Carry class, we cover. Uh, Missouri State Statute 571 and 563. And those are the use of force laws and the concealed carry laws of, of how you are justified to use uh, lethal and uh, non-lethal force. So uh, it breaks it all down. It tells you exactly where you can carry it, where you can't carry it. But many people don't know that. So uh, when they come into the class, you know, instead of reading, you know, 400 pages of text, we break it down for you and give you the, the highlights of all the laws. And it makes it a lot simpler. And we're there 24 hours a day. Well, almost. I am 24 hours a day. Uh, but we're there to answer your questions all the time. So you take the class on the 22nd, and on the 15th of August, you have forgotten something. Come on in and ask. Call us. We'll tell you. You know, we have no problems helping you out. This is a learning process. This is how you change your life moving forward. Uh, being a gun owner doesn't stop after getting your permit. Being a gun owner, the responsibility lasts forever. And that's what we want to stress to people, being a responsible gun owner. Because if you're responsible, that gets all the riffraff, uh, you know, helps that uh, negate that. No question It about certainly it. does, Steve. And by the way, if you're a gun owner, 
and you need supplies or you need holsters, you need anything, get into Metro Shooting Supply. It'll blow your mind. Check out their stores. You've got the Bridgeton store open right now. Right. The Belleville store is under construction. construction. We're still re- renovating it. It's going to okay. look absolutely gorgeous when we're done. And you're looking to hire. Yes. we're. <laughs> are we ever, Tabitha? No, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, let people know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're expanding. You know, We're always trying to, to get our crew um, bigger and better and faster. So if you're in this uh, type of industry and you're excited about the second amendment or um, gun laws and things. We're looking for firearms instructors. We're looking for salespeople and we're looking for gunsmiths. So uh, we're, uh, we're always open. So we're always trying to, you know, advance ourselves and get better people in the store and, and help the St. Louis market. Uh, and then when Belleville opens back up, we're going to need a crew over there to, to do that. So if you're an Illinois person, you need to have a FOID card, an FOID card, a firearm owner's identification card. So you have to have that. You must be 21 years old to work for us and have a clean criminal background. Uh, we do do a background check, and, and you have to be a, you know, a good guy. So, um, But if you're in St. Louis and you're listening to this, come on in. We've got these custom holsters you're talking about, Vic. It's for people who are concealed carry folks who have a light or laser on their firearm, and they can't find a holster for them. And they look online, and they buy 30, 40 different holsters because they can't find the right one that fits. We make custom fit holsters for you, for your firearm, your gun, your light, your gun, your laser, however you have it, whatever combination you have, we have custom made holsters that we make for you and they're perfect. They fit perfectly for your gun. They're comfortable and they're reasonable. I mean, you're, you're, they're very inexpensive uh, when you come to think about uh, going online and paying $200 for a holster that takes 16 weeks to get. You know, we'll make it in two days and um, have it for you within 24, 48 hours, depending on nice. the backup. And it's perfect for you. Steve, happy 4th of July, my friend. Thanks for coming be in and safe, spending some guys. time with us. Yeah, please be safe. It's a good holiday. It's uh, something to be celebrating. We're uh, 200 and some odd years old, and we need to make sure that we keep this going and our rights are protected do they forever. Still, do they still have the VP fair? <laughs> That's Steve. No. It's very poor, Eric. <laughs> That's Steve King with Metro Shooting Supplies. This is cancelthiscancelthisshow.com. Eric Johnson's here, Tab of the Hassle, and Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks running the live chat, Projo Online. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, some great comedy regarding Anthony Fauci, if you haven't seen this yet, uh, from Dana Carvey. And one of his sidekicks. David Spade. It's David's. These two are awesome. We'll show you that. Plus, coming up, Nicole Jenkins is about ready to get real on some people in St. Louis. Maybe the mayor as well. But it's a situation that all cities have right now. This reimagining policing and how it's killing cities. Tabitha talked about our tab's take with recession. With recession, If that's not bad enough, then you have areas with no safety. Imagine what it's going to do to those criminals who overpower police with their weapons. Absolutely. Back with more. Cancel the show.com right after this. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House lifestyle collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value. Nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus get free financing, delivery and in-home design. Carroll House because you like nice things. Marco, wait. 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson. Lizzie Sparks running your chat lines today, as she always does. Projo taking care of the engineering board and our friend Nicole Jenkins jumping in with us today. Uh, it is June 29th. You can catch all of our original content at CancelTheShow.com. Please check out our partners we were just showing you. And by the way, if you are into... The Amendment 2 rights, if you have a gun, ammunition, you need holsters, whatever, check out Metro Shooting Supply. Tell them you heard about it from Cancel This. You'll get a discount. Plus, it helps us on this show as well. Okay, we have our good friend in, Nicole Jenkins. Uh, we've had Nicole on a few times. She's always very popular when she comes into the show. People love her because she speaks it how it is, and she doesn't care what you think, and that's what we need, especially these types of talks, these types of interviews. But before we get to what Nicole wanted to talk about today, please, Nicole, 
let us know about and let people know about your business and what you're doing with veterans just in case if they may have forgotten. And by the way, before you do that, you look great. Are you trying to are you trying to lose weight? Because you look like you, you there's less of you. It used to be a lot less of me. <laughs> Two years ago. Yeah, I am trying to lose weight. I am uh, trying to eat healthier like I used to running and I'm doing the healthy um, skinny shots and getting my sugar down, um, doing semaglutide, which is actually <laughs> working. We talked. We, we talked, just talked about, about it yesterday, didn't we? With New Age, the semi-glutide. Yep. Yes. Uh, yes. Steve Strict, uh, Kathy Helbig Strict, don't know if you know them or not. No. They're in a place called New Age. But they were, t- Tabitha, we asked them about them yesterday, the semi-glutide, yep. how it's working for people. Okay. I Especially for women. their place. Yeah. So that's where I go to. You do? Oh, you do? I do. What no the? way? I go. I, I go to them. So you guys are great. Small world. <laughs> That's well, wild. you look. You were pretty before, but man, since you brought it up, you do. You look. You look better. You look like you're. And beaming. I'm rocking my sister girl braids. <laughs> I do that on the weekend. <laughs> hey, so. Uh, if- and that's true. <laughs> it is true. Sorry. No one has ever seen me like this. Really? I stopped yesterday, and he was like. Hey, Epney girl, Erica Badu is coming to town Erica Badu. <laughs> oh, I see it. It is beautiful. I do. I do see it. You look good. How long does that take to do? Uh, about eight to 10 hours, but it oh lasts for months. You oh, don't nice. have to do anything to your hair. You just get a touch up at the top and make it look a little I need to do that. But eight to 10 hours and you're done. I wouldn't be running late every morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Damn. That li- okay, well, you look great. Tell everybody about your business and what you're doing with veterans. Veterans Advantage Urgent Care. We are now uh, two and a half years in the market of seeing only veteran patients and their spouses um, and their caregivers. Um, We are a subspecialty urgent care for veterans. Um, We have really been focusing on PTSD, um, war veterans. Um, We do neuropathy. We have Mm -hmm. a podiatrist there now, Dr. Payton. Um, We got shout out to Dr. Quigless. We got Dr. Walker there for family medicine. We're putting a big emphasis on um, women veterans also, but instead of treating our patients with uh, medications and doping them up, um, Mm -hmm. we are actually trying to combat that PTSD um, and be more of a mental um, place for them. Um, We're also social workers. We're helping veterans get their um, DD-214s. We're working with the Vet Center. Um, Dr. Brown, David Kozar, um, Amanda DePew over at Chestnut. We're doing housing for them also. Um, And in August, we will open up our veteran charity store. Um, A lot of people have donated um, to us clothing. So this will help uh, with the needs of veterans, with everything that we're providing. That's awesome. And what's the website again so people can learn more uh, about www.vauc.org. that? Um, also, the vet, the second veteran ball, second year um, veteran ball, November 11th is going on. I am on the committee. Um, Rebecca Talman over the Veteran Tiny Homes. Um, she's on the committee. George Herrera, he started it. Oh, yeah. So we need to get it out there. We need to do every single thing we can for our veterans because you know what? We wouldn't be sitting here talking about the issues we talk about on this show if it weren't for those folks who fought and died for our country or the folks who fought and are living, living through the same nightmare some of us are. Veter- I, I will never understand why veterans are treated worse 
They're actually treated they worse are, they are by treated, our government than any other group of people. They are treated worse, and it really breaks my heart. And you have to be in the realm to see them and see what goes on. I have vets to come in and say, you know, I've been waiting 15 um, hours to be seen yes. in facilities. And Subpar medical conditions. Yes. I've been in, uh, it was a John Cochran. I, yeah. I have seen that they, there's mold on the walls yeah. in that hospital and you cannot take photos of it. It's actually a crime to take photos inside of a military veterans type hospital. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Some of these people, I had a friend in the military who died because she was waiting for cancer treatment. Didn't get it. I mean, it's insane the way our veterans are treated. It makes me sick. Well, we're glad you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I've visited your facilities. I, I've done stories on them. Uh, you're top notch. And we'd love to get you on because if anybody has a vibe of what's happening in the city, and a lot of what's happening in St. Louis City happens in big cities around this country, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And when my sister friend Nicole says, Vic, we need to talk, it's time to talk. And that's why we have you on today. That's right. Um, what what's got you what's got you fired up um so to speak about what's happening in the city right now well it's very hurtful what's happening in the city of st louis because i am from the city of st louis and what's happening right now i know that there's two sides to a story and but when i go out of town you know i was just in st petersburg florida and my uber driver said where are you from and i said i'm from st louis and he goes st louis is it is bad there is you know we're seeing what's going on there hey they say that in detroit when i moved to well, st louis to. people in detroit said oh we're so sorry <laughs> we're so sorry you have to move to st yeah. louis yeah and, and i it, it's really sad because yes is there a firearm problem absolutely however me leaving st louis for the first time ever moving anywhere out of state mm -hmm. living in georgia um Atlanta really opened up my eyes to yes. a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think we have numerous problems that we have to combat. Number one, we have a very poor education system in the city of St. Louis. Very poor. Yes, we do. It's not just in St. Louis either. It's around the country in big it's cities. It's around the country. But I can say for inner cities, we have to adapt the model of cities like Georgia, the city of Atlanta, well, it's the city of Atlanta, and the state, you know, of Georgia. The city of Atlanta, um, you have East Point, you have so many uh, pockets that are just like St. Louis. Mm -hmm. um, but the education is really good. You know, you got inner city just like North St. Louis City, and these these young kids are, are doing programs with Duke University, mm -hmm. and this is public school. But how are they? How are they funding it? Because that's a big problem here in St. Louis. In St. Louis, there, you know, the, some of these areas. You're right. The the schooling is just terrible. We have ten year olds running around with guns in schools, people skipping classes, and that's not happening in other areas where there is equal poverty. Yes. So they're funding it because a you have it, it, the community never left. And the community will, will go in and fund if they have to. But they're also funding it on the state level. They're also funding it through the school districts. And what we have to understand is St. Louis City Public School a long time ago became very top heavy, top pay for top heavy people that came in, administrators. And they knew nothing about these children. And they didn't, they didn't care to learn. It was a position that paid them a lot of money. And I think that we need to really restructure what's going on 
with education, with housing, even with jobs. We don't pay money. We don't pay enough here. We, we really don't. So you, you can't expect something that will it'll it'll never happen this is a very impoverished city this is a really impoverished city and and, and i and i can say well, that it is getting worse here's because a, everyone is saying I agree it's with not you. my problem because i live in brentwood no it's the problem is our problem no the problem is this is leadership doesn't ever get that look of we're going to fix this. You never look at Tashara Jones or Lida Cruzan before her and go, we've got this. And criminals, you're done. And you never get that look of fear in their eyes. They're always talking about LGBTQ garbage. They're always talking about social issues. Corey Bush talking about defund the cops. The first thing you can do before you can change education, before you can change an economic development, mm -hmm. you better be secure. You better be able to walk the streets at night. You better be able to go to a Starbucks in the morning without the threat of any kind of violence. The problem with St. Louis is its reputation precedes it. Correct. You're not going to get a Fortune 500 to come down there, even though their human resources are amazing. You're never going to get that when you go, well, I'd love to do it, but it's dilapidated and it's blithe. You know what? We're going to move to St. Charles. The problem is, is you need, you need Tashara. I think you agree. To, to, need, to get I, in the media and say, if you brandish a weapon, if you kill somebody, if you rob somebody, I cannot wait to put you in jail for 20 years. I can't wait. It's going to be my my privilege to do that. We need, we need that, but we also need to get to the bottom of it. That because is the bottom of it. That's not the bottom of it. I disagree. Even if we do that. You still have a poverty gap that is well. Never, that's fine, that's but but but, been but but the problem with this the the ideological talk to me is that you're trying to jump fifty feet when you still have to take that first step to get to the fifty foot mark to make a uh, economic a, a beautiful economic zone downtown St. Louis a beautiful education system that is that is uh, you know talking to Duke and talking and get and educating these kids. These kids can't even read at a fourth grade level. They can't even get out of high school, much less talk to Duke. And so, that's that, but that's poverty in a lot of areas. But poverty is is an excuse. It all comes down to to poverty. No. I'm, and I'm not saying that the, that these kids don't have opportunities. Also, mm -hmm. but we know if if we don't start starting out with these kids at a very young age and put them on the right track at a very young age, and I'm not talking about just inner city. I'm talking about any area that is facing poverty. We we're never going to get ahead of the game to start that. We've got to break. No, no, the cycle. no, no. You guys are talking. You're talking in circles. You you got to do number one before you can get to number twenty. You have to. It. You but have that's to, not going to happen no. anytime soon. Tashara, so we have to start somewhere. Tashara, and I only yes. say Tashara because she's the only mayor that I know in an urban situation right now. She has to come out and just be forceful that we're going to get a crime under. But control. that's well, not need, going to because happen. guess what? I, they need to why, spend what, some of the I money. hate it when you say that. But it's true. It's never going to happen. I can't stand so that you think that Tashara. What do you want? Tashara Jones is never going to do a darn thing no one's ever going to do a darn thing wow. for St. Louis. and it's going to be years wow. before that gets started but we have to start with these kids today the kids don't care yeah the kids do. are i think they do care they do care. I, i'm, I'm gonna disagree because i i school i i'm in leadership and these young girls that come for me that come to me from st louis college of health careers majority of them they attended st louis city public school or some public school and and, and i could see the education that's lacked but i also see young thriving students I'm sure that that of color that want to do what I do 
that want me that they want me to teach them. So I think that they're missing something. We don't have a community anymore where I'm from and, and we just don't, you know, but we also I, I think that while we all can point the fingers, how many of us have actually went down to these neighborhoods and these kids that are committing the crimes and saying, what is it that makes you commit these crimes because I'll tell you something growing up in my neighborhood it's fashionable the guys, that's what no that's not it the is guy, it's not always because the guys that sold drugs in my neighborhood it wasn't because they want to be fashionable it wasn't that was 20% the 80% were guys who mothers were crackheads who mothers were on heroin they had siblings mm-hmm. and when someone comes to you if you throw anybody to a wolf or a lion you're gonna fight if you want to live mm-hmm. and if you want to survive. Yeah. So the guys that, that I know that I grew up with that sold drugs, they took care of all, not only their siblings, they took care of everyone's siblings, everybody who had parents that were on crack cocaine. And it's not their fault. They're I'll children. Tell you what. They're 12 years old selling drugs because they have. it's a broken system. Their parents have failed them. And yeah. a lot of times their parents are the ones who tell them, Go away. You have to take care of the family. Get out and bring home some money. It's a survival thing. So that's why I think the first step, we need to get to the bottom of why they're committing these crimes. What is making there's you a whole host of this? there's a whole host of factors. It, and the music is one. Like I said, social issues are uh, number one. Number two, uh, force of joining a gang is another one. Eric, uh, the biggest I mean, one is not having money, man. When it, you don't have money, yeah, but I don't think stealing cars have, and joyriding. I don't understand that into accidents. I don't think joyriding, if, if stealing you, cars, is, no is what do you? So what do you want to do? How do you want to? How do you want to fix the money problem, Vic? You want to just go dump no. uh, forty-two pallets of cash down? And, make, what do you? What do you? you that doesn't a, make any sense. You make a great point, Eric. I know, I know, and I can't disagree. I'm telling you. you what the quagmire is. But if you're broke and poor, yes. Yes, here's the thing. The quagmire Can is you, you better stop shooting, and you Can better you come out of it like Nicole has one hundred percent. You know what made me come out of it? Education. What made me come out of it? What made Ty Dennis come out of it? What made us? Yes. The only reason why we've come out of it because we're all from the city is because our we had parents, we had a family to put us on a bus and send us to Chesterfield. Yeah. That's what made me come out of it. Well, I, I'm, an, I'm a tough love kind. I'm a tough love kind of guy. I, there was a guy next door to me. His name was Brian. I won't say his last. That's name. That's why I can't disagree. I won't say his last name. But, you've yeah, but have- he was basically a kid. Check this out. Lived in Creefcore, Missouri. He was a kid. Lived next door to me when I was a kid. And he every day he would go over to Seven Eleven and rob the joint. Every day, I was like, "Where did you get all of these Skittles or whatever the hell?" He, his mom and his dad found out about it. Sat Brian down, sent him to Boonville. I know that not everybody can send him to a military camp. Sent yeah. him to Boonville, came back, did it again. They sent him back to Boonville. The guy is like one of the highest paid lawyers now because of what his parents did. Tough love won the day but in what that. What if you ca- don't have a parent? What if you look, have a parent? Look at all, but they're not there. Look at look at or all of the dynamics you keep give throwing. That love. In. The, the dynamic. The dynamics is it's true. It is true, but but. Th- the cops, I agree with 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 uh, Corey Bush in one way. Cops aren't going to fix the problems. It's going to be the church leaders. It's going to be the dads, the moms. The the uh, it's going to be the grandmas. It's going to be the peer pressure put on people doing what. And then you can go talk to FedEx about putting a FedEx hub down there and hiring all these people. You just then named, you can go talk to all these companies. People that are not even present in the. Well, home. then it's then it's doomed. Then it's doomed. Exactly. I'm sorry. 
that that's what I'm telling you. I'm sorry. So, so that's why we need to go, whether they have to get put in foster care, whether we have to take them from these parents and say, you're not getting a check anymore. You see, that's tough love right there. That's beyond Something putting them in jail. <laughs> you, well, what you, recently has put you to the point? No food stamps anymore. No anything. You're not taking care of these yeah. children. If you can't straighten up your act, because you can recover. Crackheads yeah. recover all the time. And I'll tell you something. Growing up in the city, you can you can smoke crack on Monday and stop on Wednesday. And I'm just going to be quite honest. It's very different than alcohol addiction. And it's I hope you hear the frustration different. in Damn, my voice. I never knew that. I hope you hear the frustration in my voice because I'm not... I'm not. I'm doing this out of a place of love. I know. I would love for St. Louis to come out of this and go, "Oh my God, look at," and be reintegrated back into society or whatever it would be, whatever that it's, would look it's, like. But, it but it's not going to be the St. Louis Police Department that does it. It's not going to be Tashara. It's going to be the families. It's, I'm telling you. Can I add a little levity? One of our listeners goes, "Damn, she sounds like a Republican." <laughs> I am. She is. <laughs> I, I am a. I am a liberal Republican. What is? Am, oh, that's what Eric says he is. I am I'm a liberal, liberal Republican. I'm with you. Me and you are on the same page. And I, I, now I am going to tell you, truancy officers need to come back. So once we start taking okay. these children, okay. When I was young, my kid, my friends that went to St. Louis City Public Schools, they want to skip school. Two or three times, it's over. We're knocking on your door. And then that's how you take the checks away. That's how you take the food stamps oh, away. Yeah, they don't yeah. do that anymore. You're okay. not, you're not yeah. giving it to these children yes. because it's actually to support these kids. Then guess what? If you want to sit and smoke crack all day, then it's time to stop. It's it's over. Yeah. So your child is going to be taken. Either straighten up and fly right. Yeah. It's, it's no party what do you, what do you all think, what do you about What do you think about um, private school systems in a voucher? What if I gave this family a voucher? If, if this school district is failing you, here's a voucher. Go to whatever school I, you I want know, to. No, don't give it a voucher. You know what I think? What? I think that they need to get off of their butts. The public school system? Public school system. Get off of your butts. Stop selling the buildings. Bring back truancy officers. You want to put some of that money into something? Mm-hmm. Bring back truancy officers. Put some of that money into these schools and you're going to get up and you're going to learn responsibility. And if you want to kill somebody, if you still don't, you don't understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. You want to kill somebody, young kids, go to the military. Yeah. Enlist them in the military. Mandatory military. I like that. We used to do that. Soldiers ever. You have great. You have great ideas, Nicole. Just like Eric. Just like Tabitha do. Somebody has to implement them. In the city of St. Louis, many of the things that you're talking about sounds to me that that rests at the footsteps of Wantashar Jones, St. Louis Mayor. Please describe that situation. Would that be her responsibility to do this? Oh yeah. I, I think it's a. As I said last time, I think it's Tashara Jones. I think it's the police that has to come together. I, I think. That that, um, what do you mean come together? I think please. they all need to they be need to in be, one conference yes. room yes. and say, how can we fix this problem? Amen. Now, I have X amount of dollars. I can put this into the educational system. I think the St. Louis City Public Schools, the administrators, and I can get truancy yes. officers part-time. She's not doing that, though. But it needs to happen. I, we all agree with that, but it she's putting to that happen. money towards more social issues than she is the public school and she, and she'll never And she'll never do it. Will she, will she ever come around? I, I personally, I don't think she will. And you know what the problem I worry about, Nicole? Going back to something you said earlier, is the people who could fight for this city 
aren't fighting for the city because no. it's too easy to turn the other way. And and I think I'm the only one outside of you in this room who's actually lived in St. Louis City. Yeah. I lived there for probably 10 years collectively between South City and downtown St. Louis. But even me and where I lived wasn't as bad as some of the bad areas are. And I really, really don't think that the majority of Americans, especially people who live in the St. Louis region, even know what it's really like in the city. They don't. Because until you've lived where in some of these areas, until you have experienced a night, until you've slept there and been there and got to know the community, we're all just guessing. We have to count on someone like you to tell us how it well, really no, is. You, you, that's not fair I, because you can watch the morning news. No, and you go, can't. No, you can't. And you can go. Listen, no, you my, can't. my best friend was killed in front of me. His mother was a drug addict. Okay, we were 16 years old. I'll never forget this. This, mm-hmm. this always resonates with me. Right. All right. He was killed because of a gang war. Mm-hmm. You know, where I lived at was the roughest part of St. Louis City. It doesn't even exist anymore, really. The horseshoe is gone. You know, you couldn't even get a ride home from work. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's the houses are gone. Mm-hmm. It was right. one way in, one way out. Right. You know, and we're walking out of the store and it was bloods where I was at. I couldn't wear anything blue. Hmm. Nothing blue. Wow. No shade. Or you'll get shot. Or I would get shot. Wow. Um. So bloods were red, Crips were blue, and it was a. I know it was a blue grayish car, and and sometimes we 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 get the wrong people too. But I can't tell you in the line of fire. The only thing I know is my friend pushed me back in the store. We were walking out. And he was shot up in front of me. And it happens almost. It happens daily and here in the city. It's what crazy. Young kids. Right. But my best friend comes from a mother. You know, he came from a mother that was a drug addict. Right. I, I moved over there um, with my mom, you know, after she left my dad. And I would catch him taking our food, mm-hmm. you know, out of, he, he would literally, we had a garage and I would catch him like getting my food every time. Like my mom would make me go empty the trash out. You know, every day mm-hmm. after dinner. And here I am. I come from a stable home and I'm very close to my aunts and my yeah. uncles and my grandparents. And we're shopping at Deerberg's and Straub's. And I don't, I don't know this poverty. Yeah. You know, but this is somebody that lives in the back of me. And he became my best friend. He didn't know how to read. He didn't know how to write. I started teaching him how to read. I started teaching him how to write. He became my very best friend. And he wanted to help his siblings. Right. And he really wanted to do better. And we're 16 years old and he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Just from a drive-by. So these are, the, it, mental health is is very, is on the rise with these young kids. Mm-hmm. This is what they go through. And actually it's worse. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a little bit of the of a heart after the Crip blood thing. Um, is that still going on, by the way? No. No. This, 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 this is, There's a hundred games this now. Is, this is, <laughs> this is territorial <laughs> survival. I don't like you, war. You know, even me as a grown woman, I feel like I'm always under attack yeah. as a as a as a black woman in business. This is a war that we have to stop here. It's too many kids that are seeing gunfire. It's too many kids that are hating each other. It's too many adults that are displaying this. And my culture, this is not who we are. Yeah. No matter if we were poor or not, this is not who we are. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to come on this show to tell anyone that's black, this isn't who we are. And they know this isn't who we are. Our grandparents and great-grandparents are rolling over in their grave. Yeah. That's true. 
So what is step number one? Let's say let's say we all agree where we want St. Louis to become. And we want it to be a diverse community. I'm not give we up want St. Louis. And, and, I, I, and I will work no. with any politician. I will lead a camp because I'm not gonna give up on St. Louis City. No. We're I think always every, running. Everybody wants to bring St. Louis. Nobody in this region doesn't. The, the governor does. What is step one? What if you? If it's step like step one is get to Shara Jones, senators, police officers, St. Louis City public schools, aldermen and women. And I'm not talking about a BS conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about point fingers. Yeah. I'm talking about solutions. We don't come out of that room until solutions. Yeah. I don't want to hear any like BS. Yeah. I, like get down to the bottom of it. People that want to help. Don't cast people out. And the first step is get these schools together. Let these children know all this plan that you're doing and send an attack on the parents. If yeah. you want to play, if you want to drop these kids off at night to go party and you know it's wrong, yeah. and you know they shouldn't be in this building, then you're going to go to jail. Yeah. You want to lock somebody up? Lock them up because they are the examples. Yeah. Are this, it sounds like you say that it starts with education, money somehow going into these schools. Because uh, the, the homes are broken. Because They're the homes are broken. Um, the, city's, the city's broke, isn't it? The city just got some money. And if you want to put some money somewhere, we already know we got dilapidated houses, okay? Mm-hmm. We already know. That, that money has not been assessed for schooling, though. And it, it hasn't been be. assessed for police. It needs to be. It it's needs be- to be assessed for truancy officers. Get out of bed right now. If you got to knock on every door, do an assessment. You, they just went down, the Board of Aldermen and Women, do an assessment of the households. Who's living in these households or children in these households? You're going to get up and you're going to go to school. Yeah. Because St. Louis City Public Schools actually has some good teachers. Yeah. I, I, I work with some of them. They do. They care. They're, they're they teachers. Do. They, they care. care. And, they're, and they're drained. And they're not, getting a, they're, they're not getting paid enough. Why did you not give politics a, a shot anymore? Amen. Is it because you you busted your butt for the veterans? I mean, you can't do what you do for the veterans and go over to the city and try to help the city. But I know at one point in time when I first met you, you had maybe a goal to run Everybody for mayor. Everybody wants me to run because I feel like... I mean, but would it be something you'd want to do? I feel like some of the leaders aren't mature enough for the conversations that I'm going to bring. Right. Well, here's let me. Here's a question. But Why, it is something I want to do. But you're. But what you're talking about it flies in the face of what Cory Bush pushes, right? I mean, if you were to run for representative, St. Louis representative, I would run for Congress. You would have to literally get in her face and say, "What you're doing is killing this place." I would run for Congress. Okay. How how Congre- do you, did you just say Congress, not if mayor? If I ran, I would run for Congress. So you'll run right against her then. I'll run against anybody. Yeah. So how do you how do you say it's you're politics? A, it's, it's it's not personal. Well, how do you? I'm sorry. I don't want to be mean, but she is just not the brightest person on the planet to push a defund the police mentality in a place that needs more police. How do you run against that? Because it seems like you're you're in an uphill battle to run that. What we're talking about here and I, and in I St. Think Louis. That's why I haven't ran for office because I want to make sure that the citizens of St. Louis are mature enough to actually see what's going on. And I think that they're beginning to see what's going on, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it's going to take some pushing. But I, I think that they're turning. I think that they are beginning to see. How did Kim storm. Gardner get such a great you know? reputation down there? Again, we have to make, we, we, we got to look beyond, we have this black or white thing. It's black or white. Black, we've always had this, uh, it's a black or it's a white issue. This is not a black or white issue, what's going on here. Some of it is, but majority of it is a socioeconomic issue. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is a crime issue. And it, this, this has nothing to do with black or white. Mm -hmm. This has something to do with responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, that wouldn't it be nice if Cori Bush came out and said, "I love St. Louis. I want to help it out, and this isn't a black or white issue. We need to get." That, that's that's not going to happen. We Nicole, all I, need to. It, it would be nice. It would be nice because honestly, happen. I get yeah. people who look at me and say, "You're from the city. Why do you even deal with Republicans?" And honestly, I tell them it's none of their business what I deal with. Either you with me or you're against me. Yeah, they'd and be I in know, a better place with you. And but Sarah. I think St. Republicans are getting... with you. There, not one Republican. What representative said that I know doesn't want to help St. Louis but you got it's almost like but you got to help yourself before we can help you as well there's no team well Republicans effort. Republicans I, I'll tell you what Republicans can do if, if you really want to if we want a, a good solution here's the deal because Republicans got the money and the power yeah. of this state yeah so if Tashara's not going to give up the money let's sit down with some Republicans, mm -hmm. and let's talk about how we can get this money for truancy officers, step one. Mm -hmm. And when I was in St. Petersburg, Florida, on Central Avenue, it's a police officer on every corner. Makes and a big they, difference. They call that F around and find out. They're not <laughs> playing. That's, that's what they said. Yeah. And we need to put it, put the pedal to the metal, and you F around and you find out. Yeah. What about all of the buildings? You know, we have we there was just a report that was released on our local news talking about thousands, thousands of abandoned homes and buildings in the St. Louis City area. Mm -hmm. And as Diane just mentioned on the comment line, from all most of the owners don't even live in St. Louis. Some of them are big corporations, some of them are universities, and Cut you know down. which houses I'm talking about. Yeah. And these these homes are empty. They're used for crime. They find bodies in them. All the time, no one's doing a darn thing with all that city money to tear these houses down. There, there's abandoned homes. There are homes that should be abandoned. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I said doing an assessment, because there are landlords that are take, that's taking money. Yeah. The landlord I'm fighting right now, my veterans are coming in saying it's raining down into their home, into their apartments. Yeah. Same building I was in. You could turn St. Louis around very quickly. The city has to stop. So we, guess what? We got to start with that. I wish you'd run F for mayor. F around and find out. Yeah. That's right. There's Trying no chance. Officers, get up. If, There's if, no chance you'd run for mayor, huh? There is no chance. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen, have you ever talked to or found out a plan? I'm not that a St. Louis city, uh, so I just have ah, right there. in the city. That's what, I would do the same thing, but I'm not, I don't live down there either. I think you'd better. They you'd would vote for me in a second, don't you think? <laughs> no. I mean, I think that people will vote for me in the city, but I think that I, I don't, I don't you'd think. You'd serve us better as a country in Congress, because then you're not helping just St. Louis City. Correct. It's it's actually helping. Well, then the who's going to help? Out no, St. no, Louis we City. need some help in now, St. Now, Louis now City. What, now, what I would love to do is I would love to <sighs> work on some sort of a committee in the city, and but they have to accept me, and I don't think that I would be accepted well because a 
I'm, you know what I mean? They, do I, they I, even want to fix the problems? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, do I don't they think they want to fix, fix the problems. Can we and, force them to do R it? next to your name. And, and, and what exactly? And, and instead of looking at me, but now there are a lot of people that do accept me in the city. I'm not going to say they don't, you know, but um, I, I, all, all this, 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 this jealousy girl stuff, all this, you know, mean woman stuff, mean man stuff. I'm going to get after you. It has to stop. We actually need to be in a room. Everyone needs to be in a room that want to fix the city. Yeah. And I think truancy officers and, and, and getting with these kids and saying, you know what, you're going to get up every day. Yeah. That's the first step. Get them off the streets. Yeah. Wear them out. Bring back all our sports that we had. We used to go play in the parks. Mm-hmm. We had sports in our parks. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of parks in the city. So you want to talk about something for them to do? We had two track teams covering the entire city of St. Louis. Yeah. We all did that. And we have Matthew Dickies and we, we had everything. Yep. The legacies, a lot of them have died. A lot of them have passed, right? Well, it's got replaced with social media and guns. Well, guess what? I don't care about social media and guns. Get up. It's, it's 7 o'clock. That truancy office is going to be at your door mm-hmm. at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready and if school starts at 8.30, you better be ready at 8 o'clock. Well, one, and you better be walking to school. But, but immigrants thing, come first. There's no homes for those kids anymore. And Sadly. one thing we didn't talk about is the mass exodus from the city and the business and financial aspect. If you can move from the city, you're moving. You know that. Yeah, but there are some people that are so St. Louis City that have not moved. And it's pockets like the Grove and other places where they have not moved. And Yeah, but the Grove's different because you actually have people investing in the Grove. And the Grove, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. is safer. You now, know why? I'm but not it wasn't always that way. You know why? Because they have... A private charitable company, Park East, mm-hmm. that's running the Grove, hmm. and he does he does phenomenal. Abdul Kabbalah, he's he he is phenomenal. I just went to one of their parties. So you have to get your own security. So in the Grove, you yeah you you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah, and, the, and that area has not always been safe. I have family members who moved to the Grove area back in the 1950s, mm-hmm. and crazily enough, I, my grandma and all of her sisters bought houses next to each other in the Grove. What is now the Grove? It wasn't the Grove. It used to be Tower Grove. Yeah, and and there went through a lot of times when it was very dangerous. My family still lives on that street. And I said safer. I didn't say 100% safe. I mean, nowhere is It's so much better safe. now than what it was but look 10 at, years ago. But look, if the ago. Grove can turn around, yes. and they call Blaine and all those streets the dark side, if they, it can could, if they could turn around, that is proof that a community, that it can happen. But we got to stop letting these slumlords, we got to stop letting, you know, mm-hmm. slumlords are number one. You don't just get to come in here and buy things and you don't do anything to them. Mm-hmm. You, you, you treat people like crap. They're bending over backwards to pay your rent. You know what I mean? Right. So if you if you can, the, the, the population of the Grove is people that actually put their money into the Grove. And I'll tell you, the population in North St. Louis City might be, it might be dead, but my, my mom still lives in North St. Louis City. My grandparents, and my mom street is immaculate now the surroundings yeah you know walnut park area some of no. those streets are immaculate because those are old school minority families that actually care you would not think you're in north st louis city yeah and so we need to bring that back and the way we bring that back if my mom sees you outside of her house my mom will tell you and they're doing drugs nope Call the police. Yeah. Bye. And the police comes. Yeah. 
you have to bring the community back and the way to get the community back. People will fall into place. They will fall into place. So if you got seven homes that are bad Mm -hmm. on a street that contains 14 homes, those others, those seven people that that are good, it can happen once you start putting authority so it, people this don't is, like authority, but they that? assimilate to authority. Here's what I was talking to. I can't remember which one it was. I was talking to somebody, and they said that the the dynamic is if, like what you said, if there is a gang member in one of those homes, and they're like scattered all over the apparently, they will come after you. So if, if they know that you're the one that's that's always complaining about them, that gang member with but his how, buddies. But how do you change? How did Gandhi change? He started a movement. Right. So what has to start is a movement. So you gang member on house number 12, mm-hmm. and it's 12 houses on this street, the 11 homes, and when they start seeing truancy officers and they start seeing people come in those neighborhoods, one thing about I could tell you about neighborhoods, especially our neighborhoods, we talk. Mm-hmm. And everybody on every other street is going to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's going to, the north side should be called F around and find out. Right. The south side, F around and find out. We're not playing. Yeah. The, the game time is up. Right. We can't even, we're, we're 280, 290 officers short in the city of St. Louis. We don't even, we can hire truancy officers to start. Part time. That would be great officers. if we could. It's But the problem is, is it, you've got to have money. Money has to be there, number one. Let then, go of that money that then, we just want. Exactly. Then money has to be allocated, and it's not. Yeah. And everything you say can be done, but it's not being done. Well, and I, I do believe it starts with one person. Any of my friends that are on here that are aldermen and women in the city of St. Louis, because the president of the Board of Aldermen, Alder, you know, president of board aldermen, she can. President, the, actually, the aldermen and women can put something into to play, and they can actually give it to the mayor. Yeah, I know that, but the, but those aldermen are connected to Shara. You know that. Not all of them. Not all of them, but most I, of I, them. I, well, I'll tell you something. I think that the, I know how the when politics it changed, works. I think when it changed, when they went down from 28 to 14, I do see a little change. I, I see some independent thinkers and some independent minds. I so hope. I hope that they are actually I listening hope. to me. Yeah. You know, and maybe they can take that idea. Yeah, but you're a bad Republican. So. Don't take that from him. <laughs> I'm, I, hey, guess what? I'm Call just me saying what that's, you want. Yeah. That's what I she love, deals. Yeah. That's what I'm she. So St. Louis, straight what, up, yeah. word up. I'm <laughs> glad. I'm glad you have with. answers. It's just I feel so that it's so unfortunate that the city's leaders uh, are going against it and doing the opposite of everything you're saying because the money that they were just awarded, they're actually going to be handing that money out to the families that you're talking about I don't who think, have the I don't, truant I don't, kids. I don't, I don't think that money should be handed to the families. I think no. that $500 could, I'm with could you. Have been handled to, should have been handed to a truancy officer. I agree. I, I think that it's time, you know, and, and, and if you're any type of parent, you know, regardless to what, you know, I remember being a young kid, you know, my mom always wanted me to do better than yeah. her. I'm, I, I, we talk about negative crap on this show all the time about St. Louis. Let's talk, what's some positive stuff going on? I know there's got to be something. I, I, I'll say that the, the positive thing that I see in the city is <clears throat> the Grove. Okay, um, the Grove is an example. Right. I, I see, you know, I, I see us bringing concerts. I see people trying to come together, but there are no answers. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think that um, going down to 14, all the men and women, it's, it's good. Um, 
and I do see some independent thinkers, some independent minds, you know. But I also think that um, it's time out. Yeah, we got, you know, we got St. Louis City soccer. We got Ballpark Village. Soccer, oh, right. Eddie's Pizza Ram Pasta. That's phenomenal yep, yep, down at Ballpark yep. Village. But why do we Ballpark have Village. to have these these pockets yes. when St. Louis City is for all of St. Louis City yeah. and that's what I want people to understand you might come down to Katie's Pizzeria you might go to um, the ball, to Ballpark Village and to the soccer stadium but mm-hmm. you come back home right. and, and then it doesn't become your problem anymore yep. exactly. but it is your problem when you go down there because we all visit and we frequent down there and you're and, and you're getting everything yeah. for free Yeah, you know you can go to our botanical gardens you can do all of that right. so we we utilize everything in St. Louis City, but we don't want it to be our problem. And it is our problem because if people continue to be hungry, and I want everyone to listen to this because I am from St. Louis City. Mm-hmm. I am from impoverished areas. If people in this city and this state continue to be hungry, they're going to start coming into the county. Right. And we do need to fix this collectively as a whole and not point the fingers and actually start with one solution, the first solution. And I do hope that the elected officials down there, they're listening. I hope that that the state senators are listening. Because if not, if not, more innocent lives are going to be taken and I'm not just talking about black on black crime. Mm-hmm. This is a black, white, Hispanic, you know, it, it's my, my credentialer. Um, she just emailed me and said one of her clients that for years, she's so glad that I moved from downtown. Yeah. He's deceased. He got killed downtown. Yeah. But it's to, to your point. This isn't the county's problem to fix because we have. It's not the county to fix, but I think that the county can have a a good input. Um, It's not the county's problem to fix, but I'll tell you something. It's going to become the county's problem. It could. If, if, if we don't get this under control, this is like the wild, wild Midwest. It is definitely. I I don't think the county needs to pay the money necessarily to fix it, but we're not. Most people in the county aren't even aware of how people are living right here in their yeah, own states. But, but the people with money understand what's going on. And the people with money don't have confidence in leadership in St. Louis no, City. No, they don't. No. And Nicole knows what I'm talking about. And if they don't have confidence in the city, they're not going to invest money or try to bring That's companies. Right. That That's starts with true. the safety aspect. The problem with the safety aspect is the fact that you have to start with kids, as Nicole said. So it's almost as if you... And then you have to have a deterrent with the court system and you have to have five or six different elements working together, which is what Nicole says. The meeting has to happen to take place, but then there has to be an flux of money before any of this happens is it possible yes is it unlikely in my humble opinion uh yes unfortunately and i hate the fact that i feel that way until you have leaders that say unless it was nicole saying today we change and we're starting right now because we don't hear that from leadership who you've just called out publicly thank you going from state senators aldermen the mayor and anybody else that has a say it could all be fixed yeah. All of it. Every last bit of it. It, it could, it be, could fixed. be fixed. If the Grove can be fixed, if Central West End can cut down mm-hmm. on their crime, yeah. if these pockets of St. Louis City can be fixed, okay, Tower Grove South, Botanical Heights, 
Because you know what? You know what's coming in? Unfortunately, it's like it's like white and black families that are coming in saying this is a good deal on a home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix it up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send my kid to private school. And you're, I'm going to take over this neighborhood. Is that bad? It's good. Yeah, that's good. So There's, what yeah. I'm saying is the neighborhoods can be taken over. Yeah. So when the crime comes, oh, you, we, it, it, as I said, people assimilate to your culture, to you, to your neighborhood. So when you go down botanical, you know, the botanical gardens and you see Magnolia and all these streets, you know what? Those people have taken over those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. We want to go be able to go to Tower Grove Park without a shootout. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Yeah. And they made sure that it was going to happen. Yeah. People are white people are are moving into the city. They're moving yes. into the Grove. They're paying three, four hundred thousand dollars. Yes. For a house in the Grove. Yes. And same in Lafayette Square and same on Magnolia right there that lines so, Tower Grove Park. So why can't we something is close to those areas? The question that I want to ask all these politicians is, do you really want to fix it? You, where do you live? Right now. I live in Brentwood. Okay, Brentwood. St. Charles. There's this one. There's a one word that keeps coming in my mind when it comes to what Just you're talking about. Just west of St. Louis for our national listeners, if we have other people outside of the area listening right now. Tolerate. Our community where I live doesn't tolerate crime. When there is crime, it is so publicized. There are so many police officer bulletins. The mayor responds to it. It is like the the difference between our community and St. in the in West County or South County, or the counties, period, is we don't tolerate a lot of stuff. They don't tolerate, our community doesn't tolerate, there's always a fight about critical race theory being in our school districts. They don't tolerate it. The parents, they get up out of their chairs and they fight for their kids. So the one thing that keeps coming in my mind is, why doesn't St. Louis parents, why why do you tolerate it? Well, so this so this is what this is where I this is why I say education has to it has to come into play. Because if we don't fix the educational system in St. Louis City, St. Louis City Public Schools, you know, guess what? There is no more DSEG program. That's dissolved. I think I was part of that DSEG program. Two or three schools. Yeah. So two or three school districts. So if you don't have that and like you said, we have families. You have families where you're at. The generational curse, they it can, those curses continue to play over and over again. So when you come from a crackhead mother and then you then you start selling drugs. Yeah, yeah you want better, but guess what? That becomes your lifestyle. And then your kids see this. And 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 it continues to go. The cycle continues to go. So why don't we just stop that cycle and get these kids in school? And this is for the politicians. This yeah. is for the State leaders, the elected officials, mm-hmm. state reps, state senators, aldermen and women, everyone, yeah. mayors. Set up the meeting and let us know. We'll, we'll Get cover it for you. Get these kids off of their butts. Do you have Tashara's number? I don't. I'll I call do. her right now. I do. I have her and number. And Vic will give it to me. Get them in. <laughs> no, I'll... Give me. I'll call her right now. We'll try to. We're not going to call her right now. But I'll. Right. We'll, we'll, I'm going to fix this right now. <laughs> yeah. And someone just said, "It's damned if you do, damned if you don't." You know, you're racist if you're trying to fix. Her. I'm so. I'm. Well, d- I'm done with that racist word. By the I, way, I don't, I don't this has use nothing that word. to do with racism. Hey, speak ever again. Ever again. When you're since I you're love here, everybody. Yeah. Since it, you're here, what do you think about this, too, Nicole? Um, Supreme Court uh, just rejected affirmative action in ruling on universities using race 
for easier admissions to colleges. And and what that will mean is that when they're looking at an application, Mm -hmm. the application will no longer state what race a person is. It will have no say in college admissions. Somebody sued Harvard. Uh, a group initially sued Harvard. This goes all the way back to 2014 mm-hmm. uh, because they were selecting people to go of certain races. Primarily Asian. And not on the basis of their merit. Well, I, I think that's a good thing because sometimes race does come into play. And it, it doesn't matter. what my, my score is my score. Admit me or not admit me. Now, that's, if that's you want to, if you want to get me into your database once I'm admitted, and you want to calculate how many you know Asians we have, because you have to use race on some things. I I I think that you should yeah. run in a business. A human I being think, is a human. Well, being. I think in, inside of your database, if it's something like a college, because you it, just say that you have sixty percent of kids that are failing in this math class. You know what I mean? And you start looking at, although, yeah, this kid excelled in all these other, you know, um, classes, these courses, but this kid didn't. And and then it becomes what schools did they go to? You know what I mean? You have to get to the bottom line of something. Now, you can use it in your database. You can use it for study. You can use it for comparison, but I don't think it should be for for my admission. There's a lot of people. I don't think so, because there's a lot of white dads that pay a lot of money to send their white kids to white private schools that doesn't mean they excel though exactly and i think that it's like i think that every kid has the ability and you know chinese and japanese people they don't get involved with any of this crap they focus like a laser for their kids they do like a you don't even hear it they're just going to medical school they're going to research schools they're going to mathematical schools you don't even hear about them it's just the way that the parents live Mm -hmm. the way that the family lives and they just go to harvard they go to they go to michigan they go to missouri and they just focus like a laser beam because that's what their dad and their mom tell them to do. But even if and that's the focus, it's cultural. It's a cultural thing. I think, and that they'll still make it in, even even with yeah. the Italians Supreme Court are Italians are going to be a lot different than Chinese and Correct. Japanese. And that's why I said you could use it for a compare. Like if you see a group, like kids are taught different. Schools schools are taught totally different. Like they are. You know, I, I can say that I got a. a I could have the same textbook that my friends had that went to Sumner, but I can't say that I got the same education. But it's not even that. Exactly. It's not so, even that. It's the it's the I think you could make way more money being an electrician and starting your own business. You could you could surpass anyone that goes to Harvard. If if money is the issue, you can become an entrepreneur. You can become a janitor. A, you can become a plumber. You can do any of the technical schools. So you know my might be the best thing. Communications. There you go. Science. Yeah. I started at Mer- St. John's Mercy as a patient care tech. Mm-hmm. Put myself through college, yeah. scholarship. Because you wanted to do that, right? Yeah. So you're right. And some people just have it and some people don't. But it also, this is why I say you got to break those generational gaps. Because yeah, exactly. my, mom, my mom was a housekeeper. And, but my mom put me in front of some of the most prominent Jewish families, his family's period, prominent, running St. Louis. Yeah. And they see me now in my adult age. And, you know, I always thank them because a lot of these businesses that are running St. Louis, these they have known me since I was a young girl. 
you know, nine years old. Yeah. She had me running around the chemical building. And and I, the head of, the man that's head of Commerce Bank, yeah. you know, Judge Clyde Cahill, federal judges, attorneys, mm-hmm. you know, my godfathers, my these are like my brothers to me. Mm-hmm. And so it, it does matter. And this is something that if you're not taught this, if, if, if you're not, um, if this is not displayed to you, this is something yeah. that, that people that live in areas with well manicured lawns and they have their families, these young kids they do want they want to do better. Well, it's they like don't this: even have you any you have to be, you have to be able to, you have to be able to walk through that right. that community and and point at kid. What do you want to do? No, real fast, don't even think about it. What do you want to do? I would like to be a pilot. Parks, let's go and get them involved early so they know because college a, a four year a four mm-hmm. year under uh, undergrad degree is worthless. It is worthless because there, you can make str- no. It can be worthless. It but is it's worthless. Not always worthless. It depends what you do. Yes. You're right. If you but you get them on the path thinking, what is it you want to do? You want to be a, a football player? Let me tell you the odds of you making it in football. Well, <laughs> what else do you want to do? The problem with that with education for colleges, the wrong questions are asked. Too many times you're asking kids, where are you going to college? Instead of asking, let them pick. What are you going to college to study? That's such a 1980s question. It's unbelievable. I'm going to Mizzou. I'm going to Southwest Missouri State University. We need to ask kids what they're going to study. Like, I I, I love communications. I, I love that. But guess what? I love healthcare. Yeah. I love politics. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And both of the, all three of them, they come together. Yeah. Um, but you have to, kids have to, they want to be, they, they're hungry. Yeah. At a young age, they're hungry. And most of these young kids in the city, they're hungry. Yeah. And and getting a truancy officer for them, making them get up and, and, and mm-hmm. making them see something else. You know, Clayton High School had a program where the kids would go down to Beaumont. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Because you need to see the other side as well, living in the suburbs. Yeah. Right? No, it is. And, I mean, and, and, and they, kids couldn't understand, like, oh my God, they don't have this, they don't have that, they don't have books. Like, you, you, you really appreciate what you have. But then all, but the kids from Beaumont said, oh, you know, God, you know, these kids are like the nerdy kids, but they know this and they know that. And that's how kids come together and you break that racism thing and you break that socioeconomic gap because just just because I don't know how to eat properly and, and I don't do this in my home and I don't do that. I could have a friend that visited me from Clayton and he could teach me. Well, well the, it's like this. We've got to get people in the schools. We yeah. can go back and forth all it's day like because this. I see a lot more of the kids in the city schools going to private schools in the city. Uh-huh. Those kids are doing much, much better. Metro. It, 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 the, and, and because that's like it's yeah. such and, a, and, and a few charter schools. Not that all charter schools are great, but my point is public schools are way behind right now. Nicole, from what I see in the city, they, they are, are, and we and we are way behind. Like the kids, the the, the city of Atlanta. And I'm not trying to down my city, but those minority kids in the city of Atlanta, they got their stuff together. Yeah. And okay. those parents, that, it I say, be, it had to I be say we pay them. How about this? This is a radical thing, Vic. What do you think about this one? <laughs> what if we pay the good people of St. Louis? If you can get your 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 critical race, your, your critical thinking scores up, like math. English, science. What if you could say, we're on this, if you can get all your scores up, we pay the communities. 
What if it was a monetary thing? We're all in this together. Parents, kids, we'll pay the community. They're already getting paid to do absolutely nothing. Why would they need to do that? Yeah, we can't. No, I, I, think, we, I, <laughs> Sorry, think, I think we need to pay... <laughs> Truancy officers. What? It's a commission to go I, I, and get and raise the scores, Vic. I We're going to pay you commission. Truancy officers. I, I think that we need yeah, to have a conversation. I do. That's one place to start. I, I think we need to have truancy officers make them get up, whether they like it or not. If you want to play, you, we, we're going to throw you in juvenile. Before we have you on again, please announce you're running for mayor of St. Louis. <laughs> um, because we can continue to go back and forth, back and forth and talk. And it is. It starts there. You've given us some good insight. Um, you know what? We'll continue to watch. If I have a half a million dollars starting off, I will run. We'll have to work on that. You heard it here. (laughs) If you got anybody has some money, I I know a lot of people will donate. Yeah, (laughs) but if I had a half a million dollars, I will. I'll vote. Nicole, thanks for coming in today. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Of course, we got to have you on more. We will when your schedule goes ours. Uh, some specific things when it goes there, but most of our viewers, please go back if you have a chance, listen or read the comments um, just so you can see um, how you do move people, Nicole, in regards to your points. Well, I love St. Louis and and I would like to be, at, you know, if not, I'm going to start a Missouri History Museum forum. Mm. I'm already speaking to them um, with a couple leaders and I, I would like to start a forum where we can really hash yeah. out. Uh, let, let, let's get these kids on the right track for next year. This crime has to stop. Yeah, Great COVID's point. over. Because COVID's I'm over. So that's St. Nic- Louis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Nicole Jenkins. Lizzie Sparks has been taking care of the challenge. Lizzie, you've been rocking it. I've been watching you all day. We appreciate it. Projo making us looking good as sound as we can. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassel, and Vic Faust. Guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, for this podcast, June 29th. Um, We'll be back again tomorrow. Have an awesome day, everybody.